People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time, each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Woo! Welcome back. Oh, uh, before we get started in this, you know this thing right here. I gotta say, welcome home to my main man. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yeah. yeah. Holy. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time, each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Smokes. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Tony Bruno Show. Beautiful, beautiful. On the all new TonyBrunoShow.com. Rental discretion is advised. You know what they say? The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. Now, here he is. Oh, yeah. It's like family. It's, it's like, like being family. in the Olive Garden. Yeah. You guys are just like family. That's the fact. John. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. I'm innocent. What's the name of that place? Big Packers. I want full cavity searches. Everyone, go deep on them. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is. You got a big one in there? Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, my children. Can you hear me now? Yes, we are live. You are looking live on International Women's Day or National Women's Day or as Miss Robin calls it, another day at the office. Wednesday night, it is the Tony Bruno Show live. She's not wearing red, but she's seeing red most of the time because she's angered, but she's not triggered. She is Miss Robin. Tony Bruno here. Luigi Curdo's here. Joe Corrado's not here. He had to comfort many women who are out marching today for equality or 
a chance to meet Joe somewhere <laughs> at a bar. He had a couple extra bucks in his pocket. Yeah, he, he said he was stuck at the shore. Oh, poor baby. I'll be stuck in, you know, we're going to be stuck, Luigi. We have breaking news to start the program tonight. Although Miss Robin, like, blabs everything. She's the Yenta of the show. I find out last. I'm like athletes when they, um, did I mention Luigi Cardo was here now? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, have he you did. switched to wine from beer? That's right, man. Well, I saw you what's, some, the, yeah, what's yeah. the line? What's the old I line know, about? I know, it's, it's liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Beer before liquor, even sicker. But I only had one beer. Right. All right. A I'm lovely just, Victoria, yeah. by the way. And you got some of your Robert Mondavi stuff out there, so I got to, you know. I, I don't care. I just don't want you puking all over the equipment here. It's my equipment. It's my computer. Yeah, but you got the board there. That's uh, a $7 million board there. I still got AIM. I'm not hammered. A $7 right. million Shangri-Lear. Yeah, you can, you can vomit on my $7 million Shangri-Lear in my patio, but don't vomit on my audio board. I hate We are underway, and uh, we have breaking news, as I mentioned, to start the broadcast festivities tonight. You know what's coming up this weekend? Big weekend coming up. It's only Wednesday here as we do this show on Wednesday, March 8th, International Women's Day. Unfortunately... Miss Robin was going to march today, but then I told her she would lose her job because she's not in a union <laughs> and uh, she doesn't get paid. Only people who can take days off and say, you know, screw it, I'm not working, are people who are protected, have protected government jobs. Like, well, here's the thing. It's so stupid because in all honesty, nothing is going to come of if, – if, if you are protesting something – a one-day protest is not going to make anybody miss a woman. There's been protests every day for the last 90 days, it seems, in this country. It's, it's getting a little old. I think protests has officially jumped the shark, Tony. Has it really? It has but, jumped the shark, yes. But when it, when it really affects, so like one woman, for example, let's just take, for example, a teacher. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just pulling something out. But a if, lot of teachers said they weren't going to school right. today, so they had to close schools down. And because they can, because they are a part of a union, right. they protest, they're part of a union, they stop, which means that the children can't go to school. They had to close down schools. So other women who can't take off work because they're, they don't, they're not protected, they ended up having to take a, their own personal day, losing money because they had to take care of their children. And I don't think that that's fair. No, you know what it is. Is an outrage. Isn't that? Listen, I don't care. You can march till the cows come home because they never do. And everybody does have, I mean, you have the right to protest. I'm not saying that you don't. But, you know, think about this. There's other ways to protest or bring light to something. But, but excuse me if I'm, a, pardon me if I'm wrong. Can you tell me what rights women have lost since Donald Trump became president? Uh, can you name one? And I know they're saying it's not about them. the president, but of course it is. Listen, I don't care if you don't like Donald Trump. Hate him all you want. I don't really care. I don't even pay attention to this garbage anymore. I know International Women's Day is, it occurs every year on the same day. So this wasn't a contrived march. This was planned. Wait, no, this was already planned. Yeah. I mean, this is nothing new. So, I mean, I, 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 and I'm not taking it away, but there are more people, more women protesting this year than any year before. I and think everybody's just looking for a reason to protest. Not me. Uh, I'm not protesting. Nothing. Sorry. You know what I'm protesting? Nothing. I'm going to Vegas, baby. Vegas. And guess where, yes, Miss Robin and I will be, unfortunately, going to Vegas on the worst weekend of the year. You know why? Why? Or the the best, depending on the best weekend of the year, man. No, because what, you know, when we're leaving Saturday, you know what happens when we get to Vegas Saturday night? Uh, Other than that, (laughs) we lose an hour's sleep. Oh, no. Yeah, because we set the (laughs) clocks. We fall, we spring forward on Saturday night. Right. So at 2 o'clock in the morning. Turn up, man. It becomes 3 o'clock in the morning. Do you know that, Miss Robin? 
I do believe I had that information, yes. Oh, you might it is an outrage. Nah, not for me. Then. Y'all having a good time? Yeah, oh, oh, come on, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Keep the party going, bro. I'll be sleeping on a plane. Sleeping on a plane? With the snakes. With the snakes. <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson in the overhead. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's the good thing, because I love when we change the clocks ahead, because it gets light. It stays light an hour later, right? It's a great time of the year. Spring's coming soon. And you, someone who suffers from sad, should should be welcome in the sunlight. I'll be marching down the Vegas Strip at about 2 a.m. Welcoming everything that walks Saying, wait a minute, it's 3 a.m.? Who cares? It's Vegas. Nothing's closing. No. This isn't Philadelphia. This isn't some other Byzantine city where the bars close. Not that I need to go out to hang out in bars all night. No. But when you're in Vegas, you don't want you don't know what time it is. You don't care what time it is, nope. right? There isn't a clock in the whole place, man. There's no clock. There's no windows and no, no doors. doors. Well, there's doors, but you can't find them unless you're Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess, well, that's because I have, you know I know how to circum, circumnavigate my way through levels and things like that. Exactly. I know right. where all the, I know where all the whistles are. So we're going to Vegas. We'll be there for Sunday. You know what Sunday is, right? It's Selection Sunday. Selection Sunday, baby! It's I, gonna be awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait. You know what I got to play for that? What then, do you don't got? You? you got some selection Sunday music? Well, it's the only music that's appropriate for this. If I could find a damn thing. Well, we're going out there fairly special because we're on invitation by the new Brent Musburger VSIN network. Exactly. At which it selection Sunday, baby. It's a PTP. We'll be determining which team got screwed, which team. No, we're not. We don't care about bubbles. <laughs> exactly. We don't care about the seedings. Well, you like bubbles. You well, love bubbles. Of course. You love bubbles. I got my bubble. What'd you do with my Disney bubble machine, Robin? I did not do anything it with was it. In the, it was hanging in that thing over there for the longest time, and now it's gone. It was. It's in the black vase. Did somebody steal my Disney bubble maker? I don't know no, where we'll the find black it. We'll find it. We'll get, we'll get to the bottom. You were there when I bought it, Luigi. Yes, I was, man. We went to several different stores to find just I know. the right we, one. Don't we panic. Went, we don't went panic. to the Magic Kingdom. We went to Animal... We, we didn't go to Animal Kingdom. We went to Epcot. Epcot. And I finally bought it, I believe, at Epcot, right? Yes, you did. We need, speaking of Magic... Or of uh, Animal Kingdom, you need to contact your special people to see if we can get a sneak peek at the new... Um, Avatar, Avatar experience, experience. In, in Animal Kingdom. Yes. They're, They're opening a new attraction. They have the Land of Pandora. Not Pandora Jewelry, which you no. can get at uh, K oh, Jewelers. And, you know, yeah. and, and then they, what were those? Were they dragons that they were? I don't playing? know. I haven't, that movie's like 10 years old. Who knows? I never even saw what, it. It's a lot older than that, I think. But no, the, it's not can, that You old. can ride, like, it, like it's a, sort of this VR kind of thing, and you ride the dragons, and you're in Pandora, and you walk through it. I want to see it. And it doesn't open It doesn't open until Memorial Day weekend. But but I've already seen videos, so I know that there's already stuff working, so I think we might be able to I may be able to sneak in if we get down there. Luigi doesn't want to hear it. I'm so pissed right now. You have no idea. But anyway, so we're not worried about the seedings. No, because, you know, obviously, Selection Sunday, we know Villanova, the defending champ, will be back in, probably a one seed. Yeah, they'll get a top line. And everybody will be going crazy when the seeds are announced and who's in what bracket. But the best part is being in Vegas for this oh. because, you know, you see the, and then the lines come out in immediate action. You don't have to wait for some cockamamie USA Today pool right. or some Yahoo sports pool the next morning, Monday morning, and the other million-dollar pools. And I saw this year that, you know, uh, what's his face, uh, the super multimillionaire guy? Uh, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett, yeah. Warren Buffett started a few years ago saying he would give somebody a million dollars cash. I thought it was a billion dollars. No, it could be a billion. Okay. It started as a million. Right. And then when he realized that there's zero chance of anybody ever getting the perfect bracket. Yeah, I'll give you a billion bucks. He jacked it up. But now this year he's changed it again. What is it now? 
It's going to be a million dollars a year for the rest of your life. What's he, the PA State Lottery? No, he's, he's a multi-billionaire. So he'll give you a million dollars a year for the rest. No, I'd rather have a billion dollars. I don't think he ever offered a billion dollars. Still, though, man. Because nobody's going to live a billion years. Right, but no one's going to win. No one's going to have a perfect bracket either. No yeah. one. It may as well be a bit. I could say I will, I will give somebody a billion dollars yeah. if they present a perfect and bracket. I you six and I got zero hit. risk of that happening. Six people are going to hit. There's watch. nothing more certain in life than someone picking a perfect. Than, there's nothing that's more impossible to do than picking a perfect NCAA bracket. Well, even right, though, it's a million dollars a year this year. Right, he's doing a million dollars a year for a million years. But even even if you... That's eat, like the Polish lottery. I think you get a dollar a year for a million exactly. years. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. You still get all your money at the end. You take any new But you guys are both correct. So back in 2015, when he originally started it, it was $1 billion. $1 billion. But the, the, the thing is, though, with that is, even if you were to put in a whole bunch of different... Vari- you know how many different variations of brackets you would have to play just to get to, to, have, to, you know, to have the chance of, of playing every single possible... Outcome of the bracket. You're talking about 64 games that be played, right? You're, it's just okay. You have everything one way, and then you should you have to count team. the play-in and games too. Yeah, I, I guess. So it's play. more than 64 games. It's really, then. 66 games. Exactly. No, there's no way. Why didn't they go to a billion dollars a year? That would sound better. Yeah, billion dollars a year for the rest of your life. No one's gonna hit it. Never, ever, ever. He could offer. I'll trade my bank account for your bank account if you if you give me a perfect bracket. Because you know we always say oh, that'll never happen, and then it happens. Winning the, getting the lottery, getting the uh, NCAA tournament bracket will never happen. Well, it's just, it's just mathematically you, impossible. Wasn't, wasn't there like this autistic kid that he won the pool, but he didn't get them all right. He didn't get them all right. Okay. Nobody's ever but gotten them all like right. The closest ever. Yeah, but right? the closest ever wins you with about ten grand or whatever Somebody, the prize is. I, I'm sure somebody's. I'm sure someone's had like maybe one wrong. I don't maybe, even know if maybe. anybody's been that close. I know there've been when people have like two or three wrong. That's unheard of. Well, the thing is, is that like. All right, for, for so f- several years ago, I, I went on a, I went on a run and how I, many pools did you play? One, one pool. Okay, I, I'm, a purist. I'm a purist, man. I play one pool. Then you got these trapezoids who play like fifty pools, thinking no, no, no. that they got I mean, a better shot. I'll, I'll get in two different pools, but I play the same exact pool every time, both times. I don't I don't contradict. Oh, the pool. Okay, I don't I don't do that. I stay. You know, I like the, the touts that go on one radio yes. show and pick one team, and then go on a exactly. different show and pick a different yeah. team. Did you just love Buffalo about an hour ago? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, things happen. No, but uh. Even even me, like I went on a run and I had three wrong, three wrong entering the elite eight. Did you win? No, See, no, because every, everything fell apart. Because again, because even though you have the upset, you take them early. You say, okay, like there was a few years ago, like I had Murray State knocking off Vanderbilt, who was a thirteen knocking off a four, and they beat them. But then it's like you know I had Murray State out the next game. No one's gonna take them two three rounds to go. You like these are teams that make those runs. You no one has these Lehigh's that are going all the way. No, out exactly, that, like, exactly. Nobody. I have, according to the NCAA. We have breaking yes. news now? Oh, I love when we go to breaking news on the show and we actually correct. We don't even have to wait for Snopes to get it wrong. Yeah, exactly. To say that we're wrong when they're wrong. And then apologize yes. because they were wrong that we were right. So Snopes, uh, by the way, we must say, is not the be-all, end-all of no. fact-checking sites. I mean, they do, do. No, they're damn good. They're very good. But they but also screw up. Sure. They are also Snopes. Screwed. Do you follow Snopes at no, all? No, I don't, Tony. Well, you don't have to follow it. It's like if, you, if you hear something and somebody says, hey, did you hear this story? You go to Snopes.com, and they supposedly scope it all out and give you the facts, except they were wrong about a couple of things recently. Well, yeah, because you just you have to follow the money. Um, anyway, March Madness, longest perfect bracket streak that the NCAA knows of, mm-hmm. and this is uh, as of this year. Show me the money. Um, yes. Is the longest anyone 
went through was 25 games to start the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but according to Darren Ravel with ESPN, the 34 straight is the longest a verified bracket from an online game has stayed perfect. Yeah, but that's still 34 games. That means so the first day there's 16, mm-hmm. right? No, the first day, the, the first weekend is how many games? So they get down from 64 to 32. They cut it in half the first weekend, right? And then from 32, what's half of 32? 16. 16 right, the sweet 16. So you've got the first weekend, you've got 64 teams. Half of them are eliminated. So that's 16 games played, right? Correct. And then you go 32, and then half of those 16 teams are eliminated. You're down to the Sweet 16, then the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and then the championship game. Right. And so since 1985, which is when the bracket format started, nobody, according to the NCAA, and they couldn't find any verified bracket that showed this, that was perfect going into the Sweet 16. So nobody... Even into the Sweet 16? No, they have not been able to find any bracket verified. Wow. Screw it. I'll give anybody who has a perfect bracket a billion dollars. I'll give you $100 billion. billion. It's it's impossible. So they're they're saying that it's been widely reported that there were two rounds in 2010, but they have not been able to verify it. Yeah, because somebody gets screwed up early. I mean, there's a lot of... 412 upsets, 512 no, upsets. is the popular. 512 upsets, so people always look for those. That's the first thing you do. You look on the pool, you go, okay, where's the 512? It's exactly. going gonna to happen. But then even if you get one of those right, and there's a couple of them, you're still going to screw up another game. It's just the way it goes. Sure. Because a favorite's going to lose somewhere in the middle of this tournament. No, a one seed will fall. And when a one seed falls before the Sweet 16, it ruins much, everything. It does. It ruins most of the brackets. Yep. In fact, most of the brackets are pretty much out as far as perfect brackets are concerned, the first weekend alone. Sometimes the first day, your chances of winning a perfect bracket are pretty much out the window. Usually your bracket goes out the window when you have that 9 or 10 seed advance mm-hmm. because you'll, you'll, t- you'll take them pulling the upset, but you won't have them winning the next game. And then they pull that second upset, and it ruins everything. Or as I say about trying to fill out a perfect bracket, Ain't nobody got time for that. You're damn right. Well, I think I'm well some people do. Uh, we mentioned that uh, International Women's Day... Or as a lot of our uh, Sam Hinkey fans say, that's pretty much every day yep. in their lives. I hate to do it to him, man, but I have to give him one of those. They were all over me. I, I, I go on the internet today, uh, earlier this week, and, I, and there's all these people ripping me about tweets that I put out two and a half years ago. Did you see those? I love that. I see people, like, they'll find tweets from, like, uh, from anyone, and they'll, like, they'll post it, but it'll be, it'll be dated, like, 2015. I'm no, going, I had a tweet from November, October of 2014. I didn't even know you could go that far ripping back into the, someone's yeah, Twitter. you can go back. And the things that I said then weren't even inaccurate. That's the amazing part. Yet they throw them up at me because the Sixers win a game. And this is about the Sixers again. The 76ers win a game. Now they have no centers. They have nobody over 6'8". On their roster. Oh, they got some. Who? Oh, oh Sarich. I'm sorry. Sarich is one of the few guys who are still healthy on this team. And they can't even... They don't have a legitimate center. They went from having five centers to having zero centers now, right? And that's unfortunate. They got injuries. But anyway, that's what day without a woman means to the uh, truthers out there or the trusters or whatever the hell they call themselves. Stay in the basement. The season's almost over. You'll be safe down there. Mommy will come down and get you some cookie and milk later on. Cookies and milk. In fact, Miss Robin made me cookies and milk last night. I did. Night. I did. 
They were good, too. Did you go chocolate chip? Absolutely. Are you kidding oh, me? Man, I'm oatmeal raisin all the way. No, I like yeah, oatmeal I'm chocolate I'm chip. Oatmeal raisin oh, man. You can't you go oatmeal chocolate chip. Yeah, you can. It's like Mexican, Mexican and continental. You just you no, it's not. And you can do that too. Nope. No, the reason why is I don't care <laughs> if I like oatmeal and cranberries, dried cranberries, but I don't like. I don't. I'm not a big raisin. What person. is this? The Tom Brady new uh, home just, food system? That's exactly what it is, man. Raisins are too sweet for me. They, they, mm, I don't know what Now, would is. you order a Tom Brady? Of course, it's not his idea. There's a company. There's a lot of these companies. TB12 is putting it out there. That's the company, TB12. TB12. It's up in Massachusetts in the Correct. New England area. And, of course, there's Home Chef. What are some of the other ones where they send you Blue a package? Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Chef, he has the best uh, hashtag ever for it, though. What's it called? Eat like a goat. Eat like a goat, <laughs> baby. Eat like a goat. That's <laughs> that it, is man. good. Well, they just give you alfalfa. And, no, uh, no, no, I know. He's the greatest of all time. I get Hello. it. But it is really I know that. I'm just saying, if you eat like a goat, normally you're eating alfalfa and, and, and grass. Actually, no. Goats eat pretty much everything. Do they really? They don't eat, they're not carnivorous. Will they a eat? goat will eat a doorknob if you put it in front of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think that they would seek out uh, meat, but if it's if happen- it's there, because I think we saw eat the video of, of a deer eating uh, a rabbit. Yeah, if sometimes or if they a mouse. Yeah, you know, deer they're just they're pretty much a bird. Grazed. No, right. it was eating a bird. It was I eating think. a bird, and you don't think of deer as that. You know, they're not carnivorous. No. But I guess there was no food available. The bird was there, and he just ate it. Well, he no, eat. What animals it. do, and oftentimes you'll hear this about small children, too, that they're lacking some kind of protein or whatever in their body, and all of a sudden, like, a, a baby will be eating the chalk off of a wall, or, or and it turns out later that it's something that their body needed, and, and animals do that, too. body needs chalk off the wall? They needed uh, something calcium? That's in calcium that's in the chalk or something in there. I don't know, but I've heard these stories... You hear these stories, and animals do it too. That normally something that would never ever eat meat. Well, that's why that's why I watch the Discovery Channel because you and me, baby, we ate <laughs> nothing but mammals. Speaking of which, uh, Nelson like Belger asks a very Discovery very Channel. important yeah. question here on Facebook. What's the question, Tony? While in Vegas, do you wear a rubber? Are you protected in Vegas? I do bring the rubber suit just in case you never the know what's going to happen. Yes, Vegas. I bring the rubber suit. Set up a slip and slide right in the hotel lobby. Right down the strip, baby. Right down the strip. The landing strip. Exactly right. Now, wow. everybody's saying hi, William Cullen. What up, Bruno, Miss Robin, and Luigi? What up, yo? It is What Up Wednesday, by the way. What up? Speaking of Luigi, I, I have done something for Luigi, um, which, which sounds a little bit bizarre. Now, I've gotten onto this kick where I, I like having personalized ringtones. So, like, when my mother calls me, Who based on the ringtone, it? and Who my phone is off time? in a different room. You know room, what that's called? Too much time. Exactly, man. No, but it's kind of handy. Like, if I'm in a different room and I hear my phone ringing, instead of rushing to go get to the room, I'll know who it is based on the ringtone. So I have a ringtone for Luigi. By the way, your mother's ringtone, I guarantee you, she does not know what's on the ringtone. No, I probably won't tell her about that. (laughs) The one that she has for her mother is the most disrespectful thing I've ever heard. (laughs) It's recognizable. But this is Luigi's. I, I found one specifically for Luigi. Um, it was the only one other than the Mario Luigi ringtone that I could find. Um, I appreciate you not playing that, by the way. Yeah, no, we're going to play was, it right I now. Could've, I could have done the Mario and Luigi, the Mario tune, which is, you know, that would have been trite. But this is the one that I found that is just for Luigi. Looking good. Luigi. What else? Just want to touch you. What the hell is this? All over your manly chest. <laughs> Want to bury 
my face and your breast. I'm a man. I'm 40. You're so freaking sexy. Are you kidding me with this right now? You've got me in a trance. So Bowser doesn't stand a chance. Go save the day. I have no idea where it came from. I like it. What do you find this crap, Robin? It's on one of those uh, those Zedge phone ringtone apps. See, I, uh, by the way, I have breaking news. <clears throat> and we have open lines if you want to join us. Yeah, we should have a breaking news about breaking the phone numbers. <laughs> 717-363-TONY is the number. A lot of NFL news we'll get to. 717-363-8669 if you'd like to call. Call. Do you hit number one? You have to hit one if no, you want to just, talk? Just no. call. Just call, and then we'll answer the phone, and you'll talk. It's that simple. But the breaking news... Forgot what I was going to say now. Just forgot the breaking news. <laughs> Did the song, the Luigi song, throw you off that much? Yeah, actually. <laughs> it threw us all off a little bit there, Tony. Is it's that right. not the funniest thing? What the hell even... I was just going to tell you about? And that rarely happens. I mean, I usually go all over the place. But I've been my my mind is fried because I've been working on electrical wiring and trying to do like three way switches and four way switches and. Crazy well, stuff. While, while you remember, because I just noticed this myself, while you remember, why, in the meantime, why don't you talk about the, uh, the, the fabulous job that Brian Harmon did, oh. the Chef Harmon did for us at Cantina Laredo last week for the, uh, the tequila dinner that he put on. We got a beautiful uh, Avion silver bottle. I didn't realize this was a, uh, I thought this was just a bottle. No, it's a, it's a, it's it's a an empty bottle, but I thought it was just a bottle where they used to pour the big yep. well, so they made the pineapple, uh, one of the pineapple. Uh, the, the pineapple infused uh, vodka. Uh, yeah. The pineapple infused tequila is what they it had. Was phenomenal, that was phenomenal, wasn't it? Really good, man. It was like a summertime drink, even with an umbrella in it. And they gave us these shakers. Actually, we won these. Well, they won the shaker. We won the shaker on our, on our end of the table. And then Luigi, ladies yep. and gentlemen, talk about the luckiest guy on earth. <laughs> so we sit down, we get, we, get the, we get our seats for the table, and there's blue menus and there's white menus in front of every chair. So I put my jacket down, and then Tony puts his jacket down across from me. So then Robin comes over. I said, oh, well, you know what? Tony's sitting here. I said, Robin, why don't you sit in front of Tony? Well, across from Tony, and I'll just sit next to our guests. So we sit down, and then the waitress comes over. Well, the hostess comes over, and she says, everyone with the blue menu in front of you, you have won the Avion silver bottle uh, centerpiece, which is the, also the How shaker. How right. open, though? Just oh, up there. top. Now, everyone else with the white menu, which I had and, and the other rest of the people oh, had. Oh, there it is. You put your name on the menu, and if you won, you won the bottle of Avion Reposado. The, the the actual bottle of tequila. So they yes, come out. These are empty shakers. These are empty lovely. shakers. I went home with the full bottle of Reposado, and that's a good job out of me, man. Let me give you a roaring round. Of applause. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it was a sold out crowd. It was a great night. Sold out. Food. Completely sold out. I mean, like, and, and, and Chef Brian, he was pouring us snifters of oh the uh, of the forty four. The forty four. Was, was thirty dollars a shot. $30 a shot. $30 a shot. So the dinner was 60 bucks per person. Yep. One shot if you were to go to a bar and get the Reposado 44, the Añejo 44, which means it's aged 44 months. Correct. Right. That's No, it was for over 40. I think it was $40 a shot. I don't know. It was a lot. It was, a lot. It was, it was it more was than $30 really, a okay. shot. Really, we had really three good. different glasses to taste. The Avion Silver, the Reposado, and the Añejo. Yep. And FYI... I just want to confirm a what what they say about tequila. Good tequila, it does not give you a hangover. Nope. However, it does make you horny. 
Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. You want to keep it real, you keep it real with me. Because I ain't for no game. I can confirm at this hour. I am the second source. I can confirm. I confirm that is true. I confirmed it three times the following morning. Oh, good for you. Wow. Just, just an observation. And I'm not. And, and the drinks were all phenomenal. How, other than the, the cucumber one was not my most favorite. It's refreshing. It was good paired with the soup. You had to yes, have it. Yes, because with, it was the cooling act of the cucumber. Yeah, I which, get it, but I'm not a big cucumber juice kind of person. But it was a good drink. I think it's a good drink like in the hot summer day if you're outside. It's sort right. of a refreshing drink. You know what I mean? Just kind of keep it cool. Now, the pineapple one was fine. Oh, the pineapple. Those are uh, dangerous, though, man. You suck those down all day long. Oh, yeah. It's over. <laughs> Chris, Chris Piotta says, Emily confirmed as well. She was our winner. Yeah. And she brought her boyfriend. By the way, they had, they were very, very smart because Chris called in first, tried to win, and he failed with his question. So she was already on hold, and she was able to win. So they, they had it covered. We did not know that. Oh, we have phone calls? Oh, yeah, we got, we, yeah, we got phone calls. But we were getting through the first part of this. So. By the way, I have breaking so. news. I finally Again, more breaking news. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez are no, dating. No. Yes. J-Lo and A-Rod? J-Rod now. They're going to call him J-Rod. Jennifer Lopez. Wasn't she just dating some, like, 20-something guy? I, yeah, I thought she was all about, like, uh, she was okay with the fact of, like, her dating younger men is totally fine. She's kissing like 50 now, close to, right? I mean, yeah, she, she looks, looks great. She looks phenomenal. There's no doubt about that. You know, but there's nothing to... wrong with kissing 50, by the way. No, I mean, I'll kiss anything. It doesn't <laughs> damn right. Wait a minute. You said three times the next day after the well, tequila? Actually, it was. Let me see, get I thought you were going to work the next day. Hold on. Time out. It was the following. It was Thursday night, so it was Friday morning. Friday night, Saturday night. It was Monday, actually. I'm sorry. Well, then the tequila doesn't last that long. No. <laughs> you want to make a bet? <laughs> Not to me. It well, he got bet. to bring tequila home with him, which was... Oh, that's I'm, the other bottle. Yeah, exactly. yes. I'm talking about from the dinner, the, the amount of tequila consumed, by the way, which nobody left, like, stumbling drunk. No. But I was there earlier, and I was pre-gaming. I was pre... I had a couple beers. Okay. We had the Victoria, which was, fan- was fantastic. That was great. Ryan, let me tell you, I've never had Victoria, which is a... Uh, he said it's the best Mexican beer out there. And it you was, know I love I, I love Modelo. I love you know I love me some Dos Equis. I love me some Corona. You know they're good. They're mild beers. You know if you like the real hoppy, high alcohol stuff, you don't want to drink the Mexican. I love Mexican beer. Sure, it's phenomenal. By the way, I want to apologize Modelo for Special, the people that are listening in on Periscope. What's happening um, on Periscope? No, are we the, being hacked the, by the CIA now. The Periscope Periscope looks and sounds great. But for whatever reason, this program that I'm using that allows me to stream it on Mm -hmm. several different platforms at the same time, it doesn't allow me to see the comments anymore on Periscope. It's an outreach. So every now and then, one will pop up. But if you want to say something and you are watching on Periscope, please either call in at 717-363-8669, 717-363-TONY, or um, tweet us. Because I am on Twitter, and that I can follow. At Miss Robin Austin, at Tony Bruno Show. I have my Twitter up now, too. Luigi Curdo 22 if you want to tweet him. He's multitasking over there. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm trying to follow him with he's Facebook. Checking and doing the, a couple uh, of things. He wants to see who the, uh, if the players 8 through 12 get in the game tonight for some nondescript NBA team. There's a lot riding on this, Tony. Exactly. A lot riding on it. But meanwhile, why don't we go to the phones, Tony? Let's go to the phone, shall we? Let's go to... Uh... Uh, Let's go to... (laughs) Eventually. 
I got to change the pages here, and it's hard to do on this stupid iPad. Well, and again, Tony, since we don't have our call screener in here today, we're just going to give out. I'm going to give out the first three numbers of your phone number here. So we're going two one five six three five. You're live on the air. Hello. Hello, Tony. Is this? Oh, this is the great Jim. Jim from Cheltenham. Hey, Jim, how are you? You know what happened on this date in 1971, March 8th? March 8th. They knocked down the vet? No, that's when the, no, vets, no, no, that's no, when no. the belt, uh, vet opened, opened, actually. I'm, th I'm thinking. The vet opened in 1971, but that's not what it was. Okay, I know they finished the vet. I think in March of '71. Yeah, it opened in '71. I, I was I was there for the first game in Veterans Stadium in South Philadelphia. That was not it. It was something actually bigger. March 8, 1971. Uh, um, no, I don't. I, I, I can't think of. Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier, both undefeated oh, heavyweights, right. met at Madison Square Garden in one of the greatest fights of all time. Uh, let's get ready to run. Exactly. Back then, of course, you didn't have pay-per-view at home where you can turn it on your TV. You had to go to a movie theater or the old Spectrum, and they would show these fights expect, on yeah. closed circuit. That's pretty awesome to be able to watch it in a movie theater. That's kind of cool to see yeah, in the theater movie setting. theaters and arenas. They would have the Spectrum would be open, and, and they would have the fight. Spectrum. Exactly. The only real prize fight I ever saw in a theater was, was Rocky. Well, that's not a real prize fight. Uh, <laughs> Just good, good thing Joe's not here tonight. I got to <laughs> no. give, give him one of these. Wait a minute. I got to give him... One of these really hard and really strong now. I hate to do it to you, man. Hey, just really quick before it disappears off my screen, we have somebody tuning in from Portugal tonight. You mean Portugal? Francisco Javier Aponte. Francisco, that's fun to say. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. And he says that he is watching us from Portugal with some good wine in hand. Is Beautiful. he drinking now port or is he drinking Madeira? That's the question I want the answer to. But they also have non... Uh, liqueur oh, wines as oh, well. Oh, I know that, but, but Portugal is known for port yes, wine and obviously for Madeira as well and hot women. But that goes without saying. All right, Jim, sorry, I had to give you because I wanted to throw one at you right away tonight because I had that little nugget prepared for tonight's show. Ali Frazier. Yeah, I forgot all about that. I remember listening to it on radio, but I, uh, I forgot all about that as a fight. It was funny because when I was, like that's when I was just starting out covering sports live. So I remember going to Veteran Stadium and going into the locker room after the game and that's when Steve Carlton and those guys were on the team and that young Phillies team that was starting to get better and better and better. Uh, and, and everybody was talking about boxing and watching it on closed circuit in movie theaters or at the Spectrum. That's the only way you got to see fights. You wow. didn't see them on TV. So how, like, would it be packed? Oh, yeah. People paid like $40, $35, $40 to go to a movie theater. How much was it, Jim? Was it around, it was around $25, $30 back then? Now it's like 60 That's like pay-per-view. Yeah, $25, $30, uh, movie theater, or they did have it at the Spectrum here in Philadelphia. You know, big, big arenas. They had also in the big arenas. Because I saw the second fight at the Spectrum. Exactly. No, those, those, are, those are fun times. TV. Was that SpectraVision? No, no, that was something that was else. Something that else? was that was before Cinemax in late nine. Oh, really? Wasn't SpectraVision one of those t TV porn channels? No. That's, Are you sure? Spank division, Tony. <laughs> no, no, there was a channel called Spectravision. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, Jim. Go ahead. No, I remember Pop Vision. Remember Pop Vision? Yes, like Pop Vision. Yeah. yeah. I just remember the Picasso channel. I used to babysit the Picasso at, channel. 
you would this was before your time probably, but I would go and babysit <laughs> and they had the HBO or whatever and after hours they would it would go to porn, but they would block it. So the screen Yeah, Prism it, used to do that at night too. Remember that, Jim? It wasn't it would it would not just be like black. Yeah, it, it, it would be like all it yeah, would be, it would like be a plaza, scrambled. It will be scrambled so, so you could see the picture, yeah. but it was like when you're so you fifteen can, years old, it's all you got. You could see through the goddamn oh, pictures. Absolutely. All right. You so, could see What is like, that? Is that a breast? What is that? What is that? What is that? You could hear it just fine. You would you could hear everything, but the boob would be up there and then and the lady's face and part of her foot. Would it was be like a Picasso <laughs> channel. You're right. It was like a Picasso <laughs> painting. <laughs> you remember that? Because Prism, which was the That's sports the, channel, the early days of HBO, yep. was like that. But no, but but so Prism. You paid for the HBO. You still heard heard the sound, but you didn't see the picture. Exactly. exactly. But Prism, which was before Comcast, Sportsnet, and Sports Channel, right? Prism used to, after midnight when they showed the games. They would show late night adult movies, but it would be a scrambled picture, and then you'd turn it on, and then, like as Robin said, it would be scrambled, and you would hope the picture every once in a while it would yeah, freeze. Yeah, every now and then it would, it would freeze. freeze for like a quarter of a second, and then you'd get the full picture. <laughs> so I remember going babysit, you know, I'd babysit, and I'm like, ooh, what is that? Ooh, this sounds really interesting. Ooh, can't believe that. Hey, porn is not just for men. <laughs> Especially on International Women's Day. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't for women, I wouldn't be watching porn. And I know there's some guys who watch, don't watch women porn either, but hey, that's why it's American. By the way, Joe Quillen said that Spectravision was a hotel cable service. That's right. That's right. That was you watch the porn movies in a hotel room. Like you get a hotel room, <laughs> oh. and they would have that separate channel. Like if you went regular. to Inn of the Dove or one of these adult places, you know, the place called the Inn of the Dove, right. where it's a couple's place, and you, know, you get a room, and it's got a tub in it. Right. And they, one of the channels would be Spectrovision, which would show adult movies. And then you got to go there at the end of the day, and you got to pay for your bill, and they got to tell you, did you rent Midnight, New, Nur- no, Midnight it was provided. New Jersey like 17 no, times? No, it, was, it wasn't a pay-per-view channel. It was provided as part of the service no, when you went to I one. No, I don't think No, you had to pay for that. Porn was you always got to pay for porn. No, I'm saying in, in one of these in these adult hotels, you, you oh, got it free. Oh, oh, You got it as part. They would open the channel for the room. Uh, Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? All right, enough with the porn talk. Jim's not here to discuss pornography today. Well, maybe he is. I don't know. Jim? <laughs> what do you got? You got any old tapes? <laughs> what do you got, Jim? <laughs> he does collect everything. What do you have on VHS? Uh... <laughs> uh, starting, uh, we got some we have Jenna been, Jameson from 96. <laughs> we have the World Baseball Classic. WBC, baby! WBC! Sorry. Have you been watching? I, I got up and watched the Israel game the other morning. Six was the first... 2006 was the first World Classic, and one day you were on your good friend Gary's show, and you were just finished up your show on Sporting News Radio, and you had the monitor in there, and all of a sudden you start doing the play-by-play of the World of Baseball. Oh, do we have tape of this? Yeah, you, you were like, you, Gary says, I don't want to, Gary didn't like it, but everybody else in the studio there in San Francisco loved it, and you start doing the play-by-play off the monitor in your little monitor in your studio. Oh, we have tape of this? Let's go to the yes. tape. Let's go. This is 2006 World Baseball Classic, impromptu live play-by-play during an actual game and an actual radio segment back in the day. Oh, okay. Dan, as we say goodbye, Dan Dibley, did you learn anything this morning, though, Dan? I learned that uh, TV on the radio works, Gary. Oh, you guys are all nuts. Well, you got Johan Santana on the mound. People <laughs> want to know if he's going to get Big Poppy. He's got him two and one, Gary. All right, we may have a little fun tone after your. Oh, there's a drive. That uh, ball is hit to deep center field, uh, but it's going to stay in the park. Oh, okay. No, it's going right over the 400 foot sign, Gary. All right, eight away. Ball, 
Big Poppy, the Dominican, uh, Gary, taking down the dreaded enemies from Venezuela. Give your oil. Give us your oil. Give us your win. Gary and our bet this. All I know. 808. I gave you a Big Poppy home run for the Dominican Republic over Venezuela live. You're not getting that anywhere else. Uh, I love when you do that. <laughs> By the way, I have breaking news from the NFL wire, actually from the CFL wire, because we got a lot of NFL news, Jim. Vince Young, who we talked about on the show a few weeks ago when we had his agent Lee Steinberg on, he has now signed, ladies and gentlemen, not what? Not with the Rough Riders. He's close to a deal. Oh, uh, he's close to a deal with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Vince Young heading to Canada, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago. What's going to be like him and DMX or? Uh, the, the Rough Riders. Yeah, that's yeah. the way Rough Riders <laughs> roll. <laughs> Weren't there two Rough Rider teams up there in, in the Canadian Football <laughs> League at sure. one time? I'm not sure. Tony. I think it was Ottawa and Saskatchewan were both the Rough Riders. Am I right, Jim? You're right. You're right. No, there were two teams that had the same nicknames. And the league, it wasn't like there were 50 teams in the league. There were two teams called the Rough Riders. I believe it was Ottawa and Saskatchewan. You are correct. How is that possible? How can I? How, how, I don't know. They the say, like, Ottawa. You can, you can literally pick any other name you want in the world. Yeah. You know, any other name. You know the only difference? What? The Ottawa Rough Riders, two words, Rough Riders. Mm-hmm. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders, all one word. Oh, okay. That makes a big difference. Totally different. That would be like two teams called the <laughs> Eagles in the NFL. One spelled E-A-G-L-E-S and the other one just spelled E-A. Apostrophe G-L-E-S. Yes. I mean, does that make, how does that make any sense? I know the field's wider and it's, and it's longer. How the hell do you have two teams with the same nickname? You know what that is, don't you, Jim? I've never heard it's that. It's an outrage. It is, man. Especially when they play each other. That's going to be really tough. Oh, here we go. We'll play a little Rough Riders now. Give me a little DMX. Is he out of jail or is he back in right now? Uh, he's probably back in. I don't know. I can't keep uh, track. Cage can't hold a dog. <laughs> 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 I had this this song featured on the Tony Bruno. I got to find that, Jim, the Tony Bruno uh, uh, hip-hop and R&B album that I released back in my Fox Radio days. (laughs) You had a hip-hop album? Well, it was a promo for one, actual, and that wasn't really an album. But I did. I did all the versions of all the hot hip-hop songs back in the day. 2002, I dropped that song, DMX. I had all kinds of good stuff. I got to find the promo for that. My boys, uh, my boys up in, the, in, in, in L.A. did a great job. Mr. Jubal, who's now doing a morning drive show yeah, in Seattle, he helped put that thing together with Evan Mandelbaum and the guys who all work with me in the, on the morning show with Andrew Siciliano. So we're going to have to play the Rough Riders theme and well, all the other great, great hits. Great Antonio a, Williams great says that the Ottawa team has now been changed to the Red Blacks. Oh, okay, that's right, because they finally realized hey. when, when Ottawa and Saskatchewan play, you just throw out the record books, <laughs> you throw, you throw out, out the record. programs, you have no idea who's on what <laughs> it's team. It's a civil war, baby. The Rough Riders, oh, the Rough Riders have taken the lead over the Rough Riders. Life is all about punctuation. <laughs> all about punctuation. <laughs> oh, man. We got, a, we, have a, we got a few more calls here, too, all right, Jim. Great to talk to you, pal. We'll talk to you from Vegas, and and our, our, Luigi and uh, Rob and I will be in Arizona next week too. We're going to Vegas for the weekend, and then Monday. You look at exhibition baseball. We're going to go down and watch exhibition cactus cactus league action. Yes, we'll bust out Mark Lindsay, one of my favorite songs of all time. Remember this song, Jim? 
Unfortunately, I, this is one of those things that. you can oh, knock yeah. it out of your head after it's playing. Love this song. You know who Mark Lindsay was? He's going to the Final Four, too. No, we will not be going to the Final Four. That's why we're making the road trip now, because Robin hasn't seen her dad and, and, uh, and stepmom in over three years since the Super Bowl in Total, Arizona. I haven't even met my new nephew yet. My brother and sister-in-law adopted a boy. And, and since we're going to be in Vegas, we said, you know what? We're all the way out west. Let's jump on a Southwest jet and head down to Phoenix for a couple days. So we'll be in, uh, in Phoenix next week. And in our, in our, in our absence... Luigi and Joe Corrado, ladies and gentlemen. And guests. And special guests will be hosting the podcast next Wednesday night. What's the date next Wednesday night? March 15th. Is it the Ides of March? Yes. Oh, you're going to have to play vehicle, you know. Well, well, it's going to be a lot of action, a lot of lists, a lot of Mount Rushmore's. People, people will be in the hopper. We're going, we going to the meat locker. We're not going to the meat locker. We're going to be prepping for the meat locker. Everyone will be in the mix. you got to call in. First time, long time, all that stuff. we got a couple guests coming in. I got. We might call in. Maybe you guys can call in. You want to check in on the house, make sure everything's okay, the cats are still alive. That's good. I may call in from uh, Scott's, Old Town Scottsdale. Okay. One of my favorite places. Well, I'm going to hate or, you from here. Or from out at the pool with some uh, ice-cold lemonade. And limes hanging I, well, over I got, our I got, heads. I got some prizes. I got some stuff in store for everyone. It's going to be a fun show. Beautiful. All right, Jim. Good to talk to you, pal. Okay, Thanks yeah. for that clip. That was a good clip. See how topical Jim is from Cheltenham, the official archivist of the show? Love Jim. I love so the, the World too. Baseball Classics. I don't even remember that when I was doing that World Baseball Classic live play-by-play in 2006 during a show. Because, you know, we had monitors on, and as soon as something would happen... Yeah, you just go. The, the, the inner journalist in me mandated right. that I break into a live play by I mean, if somebody hits a moonshot like Big Poppy did against Venezuela, and you're watching it live, you're compelled to report. And this is before Twitter and all of this other nonsense was out there. I was actually acting as the voice of the fan, the eyes, ears, nose, and throat of sports fans <laughs> who couldn't be watching the game or following it on Twitter when everybody tweets out you know, a ball and a strike call during a baseball game. Right. Or that pitch was outside, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, uh, Tony, we got, we got a few more phone calls here. Why don't we try to hammer some of these up before we go? Let's to go to the phones. Let's go to whoever's next. <laughs> so it's going to go 719 in the 719? 719-661. You're on the Where's air. Where's 719 area code? Hello? Hello, caller. You're on Hello? the air. Hello there. Who's this? Yeah, this is Steve from the Springs. From Steve. Colorado Springs. See, he just calls it the Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. Right. They sir. see When you said the Springs, I knew exactly where you were coming from. You know, it could be White Sulphur Springs, West gotcha. Virginia, right? It could be White Sulphur Springs, yeah, West be, Virginia, but it's, not. but it's not. It could be uh, what's that? Palm yeah. Springs, right? It could be Palm Springs, right? It could be uh, what's the one from the movie Palm, Cars? Could be Palm Springs. Wasn't there a Springs in Car? Uh, radiator Springs, radiator I think. Springs. Is it Radiator or Radiator? Radiator. Radiator. Sorry. Yeah, could be. Bo- could it could be Bonita Springs, Florida? Bonita Springs, Florida. I was just going to say that one. How many other springs can yeah. we come? Not Ron Springs, of course, the former running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, there's Poland Springs. Poland Springs water. In fact, no. I could use. I have, so, I have a bottle right here. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine. But it's only one spring in Poland, you got which a, is in Maine. Do you know Poland Springs is in Maine? I did yeah, not you, know that. See, yeah. People think it's in Poland, and it comes all yep. the way from Warsaw. Yep. It's from Maine. You got Sean Springs. Absolutely. Sean Springs, yep. exactly. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Now, do people call it the Springs up there? Because doing. that's all. It's been a while since I. I know, Steve. First of all, let me let's clear this up. Do people who yeah. live there call it the Springs, or do they sure. call it Colorado Springs? Some of the locals call it the Springs, but the out of towners call it Colorado Springs. But the locals, everybody calls it the Springs. How about Where are you that? from? I'm from the Springs. Exactly. Okay. I, I did not it. know this. Okay. Well, there's I an said, old there's an old yeah. line. Uh, well, you know, uh, when not, winter finally ends. When it starts to become winter, when fall ends and becomes winter, yeah. and you say to your friends as it gets dark and cold, if I don't see you in the spring, I'll yeah. see you in the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old joke, and yeah. it. Uh, well, you know what it, I, tell it, them, I tell them? Okay. I tell them, yeah, I tell them that's okay. Yeah, I tell them that's okay. I'm from Philly. So exactly. That's what. That's what I tell them. Now I saw you yeah. tweeted out tonight, yeah. Steve, about yeah. you remembered Prism and all the uh, the SpectraVision and all the uh, blurry and. Uh, what do what they call that? It was called uh, scrambled, call it, scrambled pictures. I call it they the call. Picasso channel. I know, yeah. but they scrambled yeah. a picture, yep. and you had to have a box yep. to be able to tune it in to yep. get it perfect. Yep. Yep. Either that, or you're sitting on your recliner with a, with an antenna in one hand. <laughs> coat no, you. Got, I tried yep. that. You could not yep. get it to yep. come in unless you had the special. No, box. you had to have a box. You, you haven't been a fourteen. That's when I screamed. Home alone. Robin. That was home long home before no, the movie Seven. When I screamed, "What's in the box?" Yeah. Yep. God, do I remember the? Do I remember those days and not? Oh, uh, what's in the box? So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, when are you guys going to make a roadie out to Colorado Springs or to Denver, my friend? I don't know. We haven't been out there since Robin and I have been together eight years. I've yeah. never. Been we there. haven't been to Arizona in three years. We haven't been to Vegas in Robin. I've been to Vegas. You know what? Two years Other ago. than the airport, I have never been to the Denver area. I've never been to Colorado Springs. I've never been. Have you ever been to the secret tunnels under the Denver airport out there, Steve? Yes, I've heard about them. I've heard about them. I've never been to them. That that is a true story. Yes. People think it's just a this. People think it's just a fallacy, but it's a true story. I was there watching one of my favorite there. shows on the I've Science Channel. There's a show on the Science Channel with a scientist yeah, who goes yeah. down under tunnels, and he yeah. was in Denver a couple of weeks ago on the sh- episode that ran. It's called, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. what the heck's it called? Something, uh, it's, on, it's on tonight, hidden, actually. Hidden something? No, but it's, the guy goes, he uses mm-hmm. ground-penetrating radar when he can't get under things, and he's actually able to see. And one of the stories was that when they built the new Denver airport, which is massive, they unearthed so much ground, yeah. people are saying, where are they? What are they doing that for? Because it was like five times the size of the actual airport mm-hmm. uh, perimeter, and so the thought mm-hmm. was that they were building underground mm-hmm. bunkers, either for for bomb purposes or for shelter purposes, or to have a secret government location down there where mm-hmm. all the important people can go and hunker down. <laughs> they used to have one. Was it called America Declassified? No, no, no. It's on. It's on Science Channel. It's on Wednesday nights, I believe. No, it's on uh, Tuesday nights after uh, yeah. What on Earth, the show that I watch every mm-hmm. week. What on Earth. And this other thing called uh, I have it on DVR, but it's a great show. And 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 the, and the people in Denver would not allow yeah. him access to the underground tunnels. They would not take him down there. So he yeah. believes that there's something to this story. There's also right. underground tunnels in downtown yeah. Denver yeah. as well, where the brothels used to be, and the uh, wow. high the highfalutin mm-hmm. people, the big money people, would be able to go down into the tunnels and go across the street and go into a brothel that's, without being seen in public. That's awesome. Yeah, isn't that great? It's, it's a trap door, basically, just, just going underneath, yeah, the, underneath the street and coming up is, on the other side. It's exactly. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree with Luigi, man. That is awesome. <laughs> That's breaking news right there. They should, they should do that again. They should re- reinstitute that stuff. That NBA players wouldn't get yes, in trouble or definitely. athletes or anybody who's a famous. Yeah. They, they, they just duck down, go into a bar. It's just like Super Mario Brothers. Secrets go down one pipe, come up another. Would... Secrets of the Underground? Secrets of the Underground is the name of the but show. Guys... Yeah. You guys would love it out here, though. You guys would love it out here. I know Miss Robin would love it out here. The climate. Well, I love Denver. It is awesome. There is no humidity. It's very dry. How are the, uh, how are the OTBs no out there? No humidity at all. It's just... How what? How are the OTBs out there? Off-track betting ballers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got any yeah. turf clubs Those out are, there? I mean, because yeah. I need action, too. What the yeah, there's you action. Know? You can bet on horse races humidity. out there. Tell me I need heat. I want the heat, brother. I don't care about the humidity. Yeah, there's some action. Yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some action going on. Exactly. There's action. Yep. I don't know, man. Off I can't cheer for the Rockies, Absolutely. Brother. I can't cheer for the Absolutely. Rockies. Absolutely. There's action out here. Nobody cheers for the Rockies. Yep. I can't do it, man. So now yep. I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. I know that. So what's the, yeah. what's the temperature now? I hear the one you. thing about that part of the country, which is crazy, you know, everybody talks about weather. We've had warm weather here in the east. The west is getting killed with rain. You know, it's been yeah. a crazy winter. Yet in, mm-hmm. in, in Denver, it could be 80 degrees one day and then a blizzard the next day, right? In the, not 80 in the winter, but it could yeah, be absolutely. in the 60s. Yeah. And then the next day, yeah. it could have two feet of snow. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, we're still in wintertime. We have any, yeah, we, yeah it's, it's in the 60s today, and it's supposed to get down to the 30. The high 30s tomorrow. It's an outrage. So You know, the trees here on my street are already starting to blossom yeah. because we had that stretch of weather last week where it was like 75 degrees for five days, and oh, even yeah. the trees and the crocuses don't oh, know yeah. what to do. They pop up out of the ground thinking it's spring. Oh. Was the groundhog right or wrong this year? I think he was crazy. Was, did he see a shadow and say six more weeks, or did he say it would be <laughs> early? Know. He's wrong more than Belarus was when he was on air. Oh, Seriously. Oh, I, I, Belarus is a friend, but still, he's wrong more than he was. Is he wrong more than Nate yeah. Silver at uh, what's the um, that site at it's ESPN? Gonna be tough. It's gonna be the five thirty eight or what's that called? Five thirty eight. Isn't that the name of his site? The five thirty eight. I um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So anyway, I just wanted us to call in briefly to see how uh, see how my favorite podcast folks are doing. I'm glad everything's going good out there for you folks. And- well, thank you, Steve. We got to get out there. You, when you come back, to, next, next time you come back to Philly, you got to let us know. I know you, you sneak in every once in a while. Let us know, and you can come to the podcast. Absolutely. I'm think. Yeah. Back this summer, my mother lives up in Bucks County, and uh, so I might make it. I might be able to make a road. Hey, only, yeah, we're only forty. Hey, Steve, we're losing so, you. you know. So hopefully, we'll we'll get, have a better connection okay. next time you call in. All right, take care Stay out there. Okay. Stay warm. Take there he is, our buddy Steve out in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Hello. Hello. Uh, so the title of tonight's show was um, that we were doing NFL action galore, and be- based on one of my updates, Tony got arrested, um, and Grego on Twitter. Grego, our buddy in Dallas. Yeah, he's at TCU White Trash. <laughs> well, uh, because he's from, he went to TCU, right. and he's acknowledging himself as being White Trash. He he says, I picture Tony as the Andy Dufresne of his cell block. The Andy Dufresne of his cell block. <laughs> he, would, he would find a way to get the beer. <laughs> Why is there a picture of Rita Hayworth hanging in your bedroom? Oh, Tony? man. Andy Dufresne. Uh, That's good. It is good. Greg is right a crazy there. guy. Another one of my friends. By the way, speaking of Dallas, we have breaking NFL news, Luigi. We have breaking. Tony, we, we've broken more news on this the first 10 minutes of this show. Of course, tomorrow, Thursday, is Wednesday night, March 8th. But tomorrow, Thursday, March 9th, 
is the actual start of the new year. It, we're going to be playing Happy New Year at midnight. That's right. Because the NFL business year starts on Thursday, March. I don't know why, but that's when it starts. That's when free agency officially starts. Yep. Guys can be signed. Teams will cut players. And it's already underway. Right. The tampering The tampering period is, is over. Correct. Things so are already happening. Everybody already knows a lot of things that are going on. The big story, of course, Tony Romo will be released by the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday. Where is he going to go? Speaking of Denver, Denver is one of the places. Houston. They, they, Houston could be Houston's a possibility. But depending on – and I've seen two different numbers. Adam Schefter at ESPN, my buddy, says – he, he represents a $24.7 million cap hit for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and Andrew Brandt, who also works for ESPN, said it's $19.6 million. Either way, it's a ton of money that's coming off the books. Well, will, it, that, will that count against the Cowboys' cap in 2017? No, it can't. They it's get a, it off the books. They get it off the books, correct. And then Dak Prescott, who's the new quarterback, only made $635,000 this rookie year. Hold out central, baby. Do you hold, hold out? Absolutely. Knowing that they got $24.7 just freed up, and you just did what you just did on your rookie deal being a fourth-round pick, yeah, you're holding out. What about Ezekiel Elliott? Is he not going to hold out, Ezekiel too? He's not making Ezekiel big Ezekiel Elliott's getting first-round first money. No, that's he's true. Top, he's getting top 10 NFL draft D money. Zach, Dak Prescott is getting $653,000. He's holding out. His agent's going to hold him out. I guarantee it. I don't know if I don't think his agent's going to do that. I think it's dumb. Dumb? Because a lot of guys, a lot of guys outplay their contracts in their rookie year. The thing about the NFL, the early Tony, same thing with the NBA. Tony, they're going to say he is now your franchise quarterback. Well, that's no true. No other quarterback on the roster. You have what's right now. What they have is what you call leverage. And no doubt gonna, about and it. They're going to use no that doubt leverage. About it. And, and and you may be right. All I'm saying is I think it's a bad move by Dak Prescott. I get the leverage. I get the fact that Romo's gone and they have some money. Maybe they, maybe they just rip it up. I mean, maybe they just say, you know what? We're going to give you the money anyway. Maybe they try to get him cheaper. Yeah. Sign him now. Get him cheap. Well, that's what it is. If, if you tear up this deal now, you tear up They're the, not going to give him $10 million. No, they're not going to give him $100 million is what, I'm, what you're trying to say. Is what, they're going to rip up his, his rookie contract. They'll offer him you know, an extension on top of it, and they'll give him a few extra million dollars, and it'll make it worth its while, and they'll have him sign up until he's, what, 25, 26, until he gets to his second contract. But you got to pay him to keep him happy. You got to, because, again, he's the only quarterback you have on the roster. That's worth a damn. Well, Mark Sanchez is still there. What are you talking about? Again, the only quarterback <laughs> on the roster that's worth a damn, Tony. So that's the big story with as far as players cut. The New England Patriots make another trade that people are shaking their head at and saying, how the hell do they do this? How it's the hell a, do they do it? It's just mad genius, Tony. They traded a fourth-round pick. They will tomorrow, actually, on Thursday. They will give up a fourth-round draft pick for tight end Dwayne Allen, who is with the Baltimore Colts. And not only do they get Dwayne Allen. The they Baltimore get a, Colts. The Baltimore Colts. The Indianapolis Colts. What are we breaking? It's from 1963? Yes, because Dwayne Allen reminds me of a guy who plays in the 60s. <laughs> they trade a fourth-round pick to get Dwayne Allen from the Colts and a six-round draft pick. They're getting a pick back, which is great. I know. That's it's incredible. unbelievable. And they'll turn that six-round draft pick into another pro bowler. Of course. And obviously, Martellus Bennett is gone. And so they hope that uh, what's-his-face comes Gronkowski. back. Gronkowski. Gronk comes back. Well, they're trying, I think they're going to try to recreate what they did you know, a few years ago with Hernandez. You know, Except without, he won't be going to jail for multiple murders. Well, he hasn't arrived in, 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 a, in Patriots gear yet. So let's, you know, time will tell if he's going to do anything. We'll but see. people know there, there were red flags about uh, Hernandez long before he became a New England Patriot. Which is kind of funny because you don't think... Not, not in double murder charges, but dude was in gangs and 
had a you know hung out with a bad crew. Well, remember there was always a story too about like you know with him and Welker when they were in the film room and they were messy like you know Welker was just kind of messing around when he was a rookie and Aaron Hernandez was like you know ready to pull a gun on him kind of stuff like it was. It well, was there's nothing wrong with that. I mean that happens uh, <laughs> you know regularly. Meanwhile, Pierre Garçon. Check, please. I love Pierre Get me Garçon. out of Washington. Garçon. You know what Garçon means, right, Robin? Uh, yeah. We'll explain it to those who are not multilingual it in our audience. It means man. Garçon. Or, or, or normally boy. you would refer to a it's, waiter, it's a waiter as Garçon. But, it's, but the literal translation is man. And so hey, man. Hey, Garçon. But it, but what they, up, Garçon? But, but they Call use it for French, waiter. French, but you're an asshole. Thank you. Sorry. Pierre Garçon is going to the San Francisco 49ers where they don't have a quarterback who can throw him the football. Although, you know the reason why he's going there, not just for $16 million in the first year alone to leave Washington and head to San Francisco, because Kyle Shanahan is out there as the head coach. And you remember Kyle Shanahan, the offensive coordinator in Washington with him when he had two really great years in D.C. under Kyle Shanahan. So he's going to get paid a lot of money. They let uh, Torrey Smith go out there. So they needed another receiver, but obviously they're paying a lot of money for Pierre Garçon, who's not a young, not a young wide receiver, but a guy who still has something left in the tank. And they're looking for leadership. They're also there's a couple of uh, quarterbacks on their radar too. Did you see some of the names? No, what do you got, Tim? I don't have it written down, but I saw one earlier today. But it's not <laughs> something that's going to. I have to write it down. There's like ten thousand things happening. Matt Schwab got a new job. Matt Schwab. Matt Schwab. Schwab. <laughs> Matt Schaub, the former franchise in Houston for many, many years, yeah. goes back to it. Did he go to Atlanta before? He was in Atlanta the then entire he went, time. No, and then he it, went to Houston. Right, and he became the franchise quarterback Correct, in Houston. Tony. He was a backup in Atlanta. Yes, and he, he was, was never behind. Stuck. He was behind Michael Vick the entire time. Correct. Yep. Then he goes to Houston, becomes the franchise guy, and then all of a sudden, everything collapsed for Matt Schaub in Houston, and he's bounced around, and now he's going back, signs a two-year deal, nine million dollars to be the backup quarterback he's, in Atlanta. Not to spend any time on him, but he's one of those quarterbacks who, like, you know, he was Pro Bowl-esque. He was right no, there he had every, a couple of great and then, years. And then all of a sudden, it just fell off, man. He couldn't throw He couldn't throw a touchdown pass to save his life, and it was intercepted almost every play, man. It's unbelievable. And then this kid, another Philly area guy, went yeah. to school here locally, and he was a the franchise. They thought Matt Schaub, and go look at his numbers. He had an unbelievable season. Yeah, he did really well. He had good him. weapons there too. He did have. He had, he had a young. He had a young Andre Johnson there, man. And yep. He had Arian Foster to hand the ball to all the exactly. time. Exactly. Had a great offensive line. He had a good defense. He had a lot of good things going for him. The problem is, like I said, just one day he woke up and it just it he fell couldn't apart. throw the damn ball no more. I, and That's they had it. a great defense. I mean, he would have been that team would have been a Super Bowl team if he had not fallen off the face of the earth. I don't know about a Super Bowl because team because they had a great defense and a great offense. They had all the ingredients to at least make one run with that franchise. That's the problem. The problem is they never made a run because it was always something. It was like. Arian Foster would get hurt. You know what I mean? Like, he, this guy was running for 2,000 yards, but then he would always get hurt. And they, they had Andre Johnson, but never really anything outside of Andre Johnson. So they really have all the pieces, but they had enough. They had enough to make a run, but they just never really did it, and that's the problem. Brandon Marshall, you probably heard this yesterday. Two-year deal, $12 million with the New York football giants. Those among the big stories. Uh, just as we get underway to start the NFL league year, uh, there are reports that uh, Deshaun Jackson... See, I think with Pierre Garçon leaving... Washington may want to keep Deshaun Jackson, depending on the money. But there's other teams looking for wide receivers in Dallas. How about Deshaun Jackson going to Dallas? Jesus, man. I don't, I don't know, Tone. I don't know if he really fits there. I don't know if he fits what they do there. Because where are they, where are they going to get him the ball at? He, throws mean, the, he runs a deep pattern. He runs a fly Tone, pattern. Saying is, though, and Dak Prescott throws a bomb but, and hopes he's wide open. Right, but the problem is they already have, they already have 
Dez over there to do whatever they need him to do, and they're going to feed the ball to Zeke all day long. So I don't really think Deshaun Jackson fits there. I really don't. He's a deep threat. The it Eagles, doesn't matter. There are a lot of Eagle fans who think Deshaun Jackson's to come back here. So Dak, so Carson Wentz has somebody who can get separation yeah, but, deep. But Tony, I don't, I don't think any team's going to pay, you know, Deshaun Jackson six million dollars a year just to be a guy who gets maybe three catches a game for, you know, and hopefully breaks one. All right, that's enough with the stinking NFL talk. I'm just, say, I'm just saying, man. I don't, I'll I don't get to the Raiders closer. next hour. The Raiders looks like they're going to move to Vegas again. Again. Well, this time it looks more serious because they've got some bank, bank financing yeah, news. Bank of America. Bank right. of America. Oh. Where I have a couple of thousand dollars uh, <laughs> sitting there waiting to empty out in a couple of weeks. <laughs> they would not give me financing, but they're going to give Mark Davis financing. It's an outrage. Tell it me. is an what outrage. Hell, I'm pulling out my $7,000 from Bank of America tomorrow. <laughs> now, the thing that I don't understand. Yes. <laughs> and I heard you bring That's this up. That's my life savings. That's my liquid assets you right can't now. You quit the bank, man. The bank quits you. I heard you mention right. this on uh, the Damon Bruce show last night when you were on in the Bay Area that if if the Bank of America is giving them financing, why wouldn't Bank of America give them financing to build a stadium? Good question. I looked that up today. And the reason is this group read, led by Ronnie Lott out in the Bay Area supposedly wants to be the, the group that funds or at least gets money together to build a stadium. And when, when the Bank of America deal came, came through, or at least the word came through that they were going to put up probably 650 million. The stadium in Las Vegas, you know how much the stadium is going to cost to build for the Raiders? 1.9 billion dollars. Jesus. 1.9 billion. So the taxpayers of Las Vegas, meaning all you people who go out there and lose money, are going to put up 750 million dollars. The Raiders are going to throw in $500 million. Uh-huh. And whatever you donate when you go out And then when I weekend. donate this weekend. <laughs> there you go. So there's $650 million that would be the closer to this deal, which is the Bank of America loan to get this stadium pro- project underway. They were waiting for Oakland to come back and say, yeah, well, we'll get a bank group, but there are apparently some New York bankers who wanted to get involved, right. and they never came through with the guarantees to put the money up So these for, same for the people, Oakland though, Raiders in Oakland. So the, the, the portion of it that's missing are the... It's the okay from the Oakland. So Las Vegas... Is putting in some money. Las Vegas is putting in seven hundred and fifty million dollars. So nobody, the, the, nobody is in California Oakland doesn't was willing to do that. Yeah, the state of California is not going to put up okay. seven hundred fifty so, million dollars in tax dollars. So real, real quick, Dennis Taylor on Facebook says it better be a dome. Is it, is it going to be a dome? I would think so. It has yeah. to it be has right. To I mean, be. it's yeah. too damn There's hot. No right? One point nine billion. You better put a damn dome on it. <laughs> Air conditioning. There's no way that they could have no. football out there without it being in a dome. Even in no, the they area. have that Las Vegas Stadium. You know where they where Vegas plays and UNLV. Right now, here's an interesting. Thing, That's though, outdoors, that but they play in the fall when it's only like 90 degrees. The oh, price, it's not too bad. The price <laughs> per square foot to build something in Las Vegas is a whole heck of a lot cheaper exactly. than in Oakland. So no, and, even, the, and here's the other thing, and, and again, I, I feel bad for the Raider fans in Oakland, but Oakland's not putting up the money. Yeah. And Al Davis is only putting up a half a billion dollars of his own money. I mean, Mark Davis, Al right. Davis' son, well, no, who owns and runs the team now, uh, after Al died a few years ago. And so you, you need another 650. You borrow it. The bank says yes. And once they get, and the NFL owners, by the way, are going to vote on this, or they're supposed to vote. They're going to have their league meetings coming up at the end of the month in Phoenix, Arizona, again. And if the owners say okay, the Raiders are going to move. There are some people. Mark Purdy out in the Bay Area writes for one of the newspapers. Suggests that they probably will table it right now, not vote on the approval 
at the uh, owners' meetings at the end of March and then wait till later in the year okay. to let this thing develop and see whether the bank... They want to make sure the Bank of America money is guaranteed. They don't want to say, oh, yeah, yeah, they're right. going to give us the money, and then it falls through. Because they're not going to build a stadium $650 million short right. of what they need to they build this thing. They want it in writing. Now... Here's a, my thought on the whole thing moving. I know that Oakland is going to be very, very disappointed. All those fans, just as disappointed uh, that the fans were in L.A. when they moved up from Los Angeles. But I don't think that the Bay Area... The, the, the Raiders have always been the ugly stepchild in the Bay Area. And I think that they deserve to have a city that is behind them all. And there's another problem. They have the, the Oakland A's who use the same stadium that they use now... And there's all kinds of complicated legal mumbo-jumbo with if the Raiders leave and then the Oakland A's have to have fix up their... Because the stadium's a dump. I mean, they have raw sewage runs into the yeah. dugouts where the A's play baseball games when, they, when there's flooding. It's, it's an embarrassment. And, and the Raiders have, like I said, they've been this ugly stepchild for so long now. Even though they have more success than a lot of football teams. I mean, they sure. have a great track, they got a great history of great players, Super Bowls, and the Niners do as well. But to me, here's the reason why Vegas is probably going to get this. Because if they build a $1.9 billion dome stadium in Vegas, it will not be used for just eight football home games a year. Oh, absolutely not. And, and it'll be a centerpiece in Las Vegas. It will be used for every major event that you could think of. So it will lure all kinds of events that already go to Vegas like, for conventions. But you, won't, but like you can finally have like an NHL All-Star game out there? Well, no, they have their own arena now. They, right, have but, the, they built an, NFL, an NHL arena. They're having a hockey team already this fall. Las oh, Vegas right, is ready though. to go. I'm talking about a football stadium. You talk about all kinds of events. You know, rodeos, which they do in, in, in small arenas. They'll have it in the, in the big football stadium. Just think of all the possibilities of big facilities. So many activities. To host so many activities. a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Oh, my God. Right? You know they're going to get a Super Bowl. Oakland will never get a Super Bowl. Never. Never. Ever. Vegas will get a Super Bowl in the mix, and they'll get all kinds of other attractions that will go there. Do you even think that... Do you even think Vegas could even hold the amount of people that would show up to Las Vegas for a Super Bowl? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. They, Nobody has understand. more hotels than Vegas. But, uh, but that's what I mean. The, the, the amount of space that they have, all the hotels they have. Do you honestly? Oh, yeah. When you, now, again, when you guys went out to Houston for the Super Bowl, there's a shortage on these things. There's a shortage on hotels. There's a shortage on everything. But there are already more hotels. What I'm trying to say, I understand that. What I'm trying to say to you is that the, the, the more, the, the Amazing amount of people that will show up just to be able to be in Vegas and be able to bet on all this stuff in Vegas. By the way, I have news for you, and I, I mentioned this before. There are as many people at the Super Bowl in Las Vegas who just show up to Vegas to bet as there are in the Super Bowl host city the weekend of the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, so I'm, what I'm saying is that they can handle the crowds. But you're talking about maybe as soon, here's 10, what, 20 million this people. This is what would happen, though, as soon as it was announced that Vegas would receive the Super Bowl, people would already start booking. Oh, there goes Antonio Williams of WrestleMania in Vegas. WrestleMania. Every major event that there is will be in this new $2 billion stadium in Las Vegas. That's know, why Bank of America says, yeah, I'm not going to put up the money to build in Oakland. You know, it's right across the bay from San Francisco. It's all about risk-reward, man. Exactly. That's, it. That's the bottom line. They don't care about anything else. And it's about how the they make their money. People don't realize that, uh, or some people, especially people that lived in and around Vegas, out of 
all the cities in the United States, Vegas was hit the hardest during the recession and the, and the big real estate boom. And they were hurt so hard. And it took them a lot longer to recuperate. And they are still behind the eight ball as far as uh, bouncing back. So something like this would really, really help Vegas and Nevada out. Absolutely. And it's not going to help Oakland, but I gave you, I've just given you all the good reasons why there's going to be funding in Las Vegas and not funding in Oakland. And just think about it. When we were flying up from L.A. to Oakland every single week when you were doing the Raiders postgame show, we had airplanes full of fans flying up from L.A. that were still Oakland fans from when they had been out in L.A. And they were they filled up planes to, to go up and watch the Raiders the play in Oakland. And, and just imagine what a boon that's going to be for both Oakland fans and L.A. Raider fans that are going to be flying out to Vegas every week. And it's not that expensive when, in the big scheme of things. Yeah, the average fan can't afford no, to do it. No, I mean, it's the, already expensive enough to, to, to have tickets to get to the game. For two people to go to a game, you're already talking 250 bucks. Then t- on top of that, you got to add in the airplane, you know, the airfare. So there's another 250 bucks. No, like if you if you can plan it far enough advance, if you have like maybe maybe you have season tickets or something like that, you know, the, like yeah, but if you have season tickets, you just added a season's worth of flying. But you could, there's all sorts of things you could do, and but most there people, are a lot of flights from. L.A. and from uh, Oakland to Las Vegas, you can get them for like 50, 60 bucks one I don't, way. I don't know, man. I, I, I think you're going to see a lot less people flying out there to see them. Uh, I disagree. I disagree. I okay. disagree. All right. Whatever. You're going, to a, you're going to be going to an unbelievable stadium, and it's going to be Vegas. And that, those are the two selling No, I mean, I, I'm not talking about the average. I'm not talking about anybody else. Like, I mean, shit, I would go out there to see Oakland play in a new stadium. I'm talking about just the normal Oakland Raiders fan who just, you know, it's, hey, listen. You have not met, Raid, met Raiders fans. Listen, you could be. No, they're going to be mad, Rob. They had signs crazy. last year Absolutely. saying, if you build it, listen, they won't, we won't crazy come. Crazy is one thing, okay? And passion is another thing. Being able to afford these things is another. Being able to take a, a, a trip to Vegas every single weekend to go see the Raiders play. It's only, it's, eight, we, only eight games. It's still man. eight games. It adds up. I know it, it adds, adds up. up and I, I'm saying that you think probably... people are broke in Oakland? Nine one one may be a joke. Well, ha- Hammer lives there. MC Hammer lives there. He's broke as hell. This is what I could see happen. I see he's selling land with Eric Estrada. They'll lose about <laughs> half. Oh man, they'll lose about half of the people that used to fly, or uh, half of their fans that would go all the time from Oakland itself. They'll probably keep the same number of people that used to fly up from L.A. They're now just going to fly out to Vegas instead. And then they're going to gain new... They have the nobody, in- nobody in their right mind is going to fly out to see a game every every game. They're not going to do that. Here's the difference. Here's, here's the difference Although between... Although it it's great to have the stadium there because anybody can go see them. And there's right. so many people And what's going to happen is that's not going to be like the L.A. situation no. where you're going to see a lot of empty seats. In the L.A. stadium, it makes no sense to have one there anyway. But go ahead. like the like the Rams, I mean, right. there are it, a makes, lot of it makes no sense to have a team there. But but here's the reason why it's gonna why it's gonna work, because all the casinos there will not it's not gonna be an empty stadium, because all the casinos will get involved. They'll buy season tickets and they'll grease the high rollers and give them tickets to the yep. suite. They'll oh, have of course, yeah. they'll, they'll be able to sell this in Vegas. I'm telling you, man. And you know me, I'm a Raider fan, and I think Oakland's getting screwed. But Oakland's not gonna pony up to keep the team. And that's, that's the facts of the world. And Las Vegas has been trying to get an NFL team. They now have a hockey team. And they're going to become a major sports city, even though the fan base isn't there because there's not a lot of the people from there are from everywhere else. But the Cowboys go there. Anybody that yep. goes there, 
there's going to be a it's lot of packed. people from different places in the world and the in different places in the country who are going to go to Vegas to watch NFL games. Yep. That's and, the way it is. Um, I agree with Oz Mike. <clears throat> he says, Tony, Luigi, stop yelling. I'm not yelling. I know my Raiders. I'm not yelling. And I know my Las Vegas. You guys Vegas. are Italian. You don't even notice when you're yelling. I'm not yelling. He's Italian. Ay vey. He's not okay. yelling. So, but, you, but, but, okay, so Oakland going out there now kind of makes sense because, yeah, because the team's good because they're a contender. But let them go 0-6 and see how many people keep flying out there every – no, listen, Tony, the stadium will fill up because of the reasons you said. Casinos will use them as comps. People that are coming into town will come to see a football game. Hey, listen, we're going to Vegas. We can, what do you want? Oh, let's go see the Raiders game. They'll go do that. I'm not saying the stadium will have no problem filling up. That won't, that won't be the hard part. The hard part will be for all these dedicated Oakland Raider fans that are in Oakland that have to fly out there every week. As Steven Summerson on, on Facebook says that it will cost you nearly a grand to do this every single week. People That's would, almost ten grand a year you have to explain to your significant other that I'm spending to go see a football game. No. I know. Those are kids' tuitions. Those are mortgage Luigi. payments. Luigi. Every single weekend when the Raiders played at home. It's erroneous. Man. Erroneous on all counts. No. Every no. single weekend, Robin and I were on a Southwest airplane on Saturday morning. Saturday morning, not Sunday. Saturday morning. And it was filled with Raider fans from Los Angeles flying to Oakland. Those same Raider fans in Los Angeles will fly from L.A. to Vegas. It's the same distance. It's the same airfare. They're going to go, not 60,000 people, and the people who can afford to, to go. And probably cheaper to stay in a Vegas hotel a lot of times than it is in a Bay Area hotel. Exactly. No. So anyway, we'll Sorry. see. I mean, we'll, it I know you don't get seen. it, but I'm telling you, we saw it week after week after week. Why don't we take a break and talk about this off air? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about <laughs> no, it we're anymore. We're not talking about it anymore. Like, I'm trying because to segue us to off break, you're Tony. You're spitting Raider knowledge and I'm not Vegas spitting knowledge, Raider like knowledge like me? I'm spitting... I'm spitting Realistic situations here, man. People you're wrong, are, but you're you're you don't have the experience that we did when we saw them. I'm spitting knowledge. You happen to live on that side of the country. I didn't. Exactly. That's why that's we why have knowledge. I, I, That's why we have knowledge. So you, so <laughs> we're saying to you what we saw, not what we're speculating. So everyone in a Raiders jersey just happened to live in Los Angeles that went to Oakland. Did we say that? No. A lot of people filled up airplanes from Los Angeles to fly to Oakland so they can watch the Raiders play in Oakland, even though they moved from L.A. to Oakland. 20 years ago. Anyway, enough about that. Let's go to break, home. We have a big story. Who's the biggest Kardashian hater? Me or some guy in Connecticut? We'll explain. Coming up and more good stuff, including <laughs> the greatest soccer comeback in, champion, in champion league history. That happened today, right? Yes, it happened today. Beautiful. Barca, baby, Barcelona! Barca. Barca, Mes- baby! Messi, man. Could be the best to ever do it. Barca. Unbelievable game. We'll tell you about that in case you didn't see it, because we cover it all. It's Tony Bruno Show Live. We're coming back after a short break. Don't go anywhere. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Show starts in five minutes. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candies. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And now, on with the show. 
Hip hop hooray. Ho. Hey. Who you calling a ho? Hey. <laughs> By the way, nerd, speaking nerd, of hoes. Nerds. 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 I, I can have nerds, can hoes be nerds too? Or can nerds be hoes? You can have a nerdy ho. Hoes with 4.0s, yo. <laughs> exactly right. But speaking of hoes, I have noticed something. What what do you have against whores? What are you talking about? I have noticed something in all of this construction that we've been doing. You have a problem with them, apparently. I do? Yes, because every single time something happens, you say, GDFing whore. Yeah, I do. Because I don't like to take the Lord's name in vain, especially during Lent, this Lenten season. So, but what I always am like, what do you have against whores? (laughs) The illegal ones. I'm a legal guy. The legal ones, okay. So, the like illegal all, ones, all the ones in Vegas, you're okay with? Well, they're not, the ones in Vegas aren't legal. It's the, you have to go out into the desert. Comb the desert. We ain't found <laughs> shit. <laughs> See, now here's my thing. I, That's the best ever, man. I still don't, I honestly, I honestly just don't understand the argument until uh, against legalizing. I don't either. It should be legalized. It is. Everything should be legal except pedo- a, pedophilia there is and, a uh, and, and bestiality. There is a reason why it is called the oldest profession is because it has literally been around since day one, practically, and it's not going anywhere. And making it illegal makes it seedier. If it was just legalized, it would not be as seedy. It would be safer. It would be... uh, You could regulate it more. I mean, like in the Netherlands, they have health care. They have unions. They have all sorts of stuff. If you go into a brothel... In the Netherlands. Uh-huh. Do you get, like, a receipt? <laughs> yeah, you can expense Are them. Are you I'm serious? Oh, yeah, they, no, seriously, like... No, because I'm asking, because the reason why is probably because they can't write it, because they can't, it, they can't <laughs> tax it. Yes, they can. I would keep everything off the books. I wouldn't, I mean, like, <laughs> how could you They prove? can tax it. They have, they have regular checkups to make sure that everybody's safe. They have health care. They have retirement funds. I mean, I'm ready to march tomorrow, a day without a hooker. <laughs> and let's just see how the, the country works without them. And there are the, the only time that it was ever an issue was when and there's still some problems with it. It was because of the women that were working off the book, so to speak. That's what I'm saying. That were because of drugs. Well, they were the instead of but they weren't working. They, they, they were the, the women that that had but that's, just, that's the same thing here as like the guys who own the pizza shops. So you bring the people in, you pay them five, six bucks an hour to work the counter. Like I, I, I wouldn't go to the union to get my hose. I'd go. Well, but I'd they were. The, but the problem I'd was. I get them under it, the table. You know, no pun intended. That's so, that's but the men, the the men that go to those women were the men that were ending up at the hospital with all sorts of stuff and issues. Whereas, if you wanted something clean that was guaranteed that you didn't have to worry about, then you go you pay to a little extra. yeah. I mean, and it's not like it's that much extra. By the way, the fourth I floor stall. <laughs> I, don't know. I think I don't know. I actually don't know how much it would cost. Okay, I'm just saying. The fourth floor stall checks in on Twitter. Yes, hasn't been active in a while, but he's active again. He is. And uh, did you want? Did you read it? I'm reading it. Okay. The fourth floor stall for those people. Back in the day when I was working in Philly Radio at 97.5, we were on the fourth floor of the building, and the men's bathroom was down there, and there would always be jokes about the fourth floor stall. Which, and he says the fourth floor stall where courtesy flushes are apparently frowned upon. And so he tweets tonight, Longwood Gardens has an organ that plays fountains and lights instead of sounds. 
You need an organ that plays nothing but drops. You like that one? I hear you, baby. Yes, indeed. That actually reminds me of one of your favorite sayings or what, jokes. Which one is that? What's better than a rose on a piano? Roses on your piano? You know what's better than roses on your piano, Luigi? I don't know. Tears on your pillow? I don't, no. I don't know, Tony. Tulips on your organ. See, roses on your piano. <laughs> tulips on your organ. Get it? I, I get, get it. You get it, it now? Yeah, I get it. You get it, it now? I get it. Oh, it never horrible, gets old. Get yeah, that's the same. Like whenever, whenever you are in the water and it's either cold or deep, Tony will say the following. You know that water it reminds me of the, the two gentlemen that were. I always tell them I joke to my son. What do you got? Whenever we're fishing on the boat with my two boys. Sure. And this has been going on since they were little kids. So then at, during a fishing trip, I routinely will start the joke. You know, guys, guys, this reminds me of a story when I was a young man. These two African-American gentlemen were fishing off a pier. And they're sitting there, and they throw their lines into the water. And the first guy says, and they're dangling off, so their feet are in the water. So they're dangling off a pier. You know what I mean? Just picture Dock of the Bay. I'm, I'm picturing it right now, Tony. And the first gentleman says, man, they're this peeing. water's cold. Aren't they peeing off the water? No, they're fishing. Okay. And the guy says, man, this water's cold. And the other brother says, yeah, and it's deep, too. <laughs> Where's the rim shot, Luigi? Come on, man. <laughs> it probably would sound better if they were peeing off the dock. Yeah, yeah. it would. Yeah. Two guys are peeing off the dock. One guy says, yeah, this water's cold. Yeah, the next guy says. That's why I said it. I'm like, I know. I'm I know. Sure I remember how I whipped this Exactly. <laughs> What are you doing, Tony? What are you doing? You're just just touching stuff. (laughs) Stop touching things. Speaking of uh, dangling, uh, barbecue beef Balboa. Our buddy out in L.A. Now, what is his real name now, Luigi? You've had a lot of contact with barbecue beef Balboa. I don't know. Barbecue beef Balboa. Tell us what your actual name is so that we can call you by your first name because I don't think you've ever said it. But he... There's a reason for that, Rob. He he, he, um, wants to know. He has these random questions that he asks on Twitter every week. And sometimes we get to them, sometimes we don't. He does have a question, however. Logically, he asks, is a hot dog technically a sandwich? This is one of those sports radio... They're uh, taking away from our show next week. This is what We're going to break down these. We're going to answer these questions yeah, those once are, and for we'll all. We'll save that one for next week. That's, that's amateur hour. He also, well, no, last, that's not amateur hour. Last week, he Can had a question, which, which I know... <laughs> we'll he. This is a question... That he has asked before regarding the ketchup question, whether it is, um, does he have any problem, meaning you, you, do you have any problem with people who put ketchup on their hot dog? Yes. And I don't. Now, I don't. I don't care as long as I'm really talking about this. Just don't put it on mine. That's all I'm saying. You know what you can put on your hot dog? Whatever the hell you want. I I don't care. I don't care either. No, he gives me crap every single time I put ketchup. He should give you crap instead. I give a crowd if they have it. Yeah. You know, Heinz has a little hot dog packet that you can purchase, and it comes with ketchup, mustard, and relish. Now, Robin puts mayonnaise on everything, and I yes. don't get it. I like mayo, but you can't put mayo on everything. Nah, not on everything. Aioli. She puts mayo on everything. Get out! Exactly. Look at the size of that trunk. <laughs> you could put three bodies in it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what the hell I just hit that for? 
Are you saying that because I eat mayonnaise, my trunk's bigger? No. I'm just saying it was, I just hit that by accident. That's by the way, the, uh, the Miami Dolphins have signed. Uh, they re signed Kenny Stills, right? Kenny Stills and Branch, too. So they're going to have more drop passes this year. Exactly. On, on wide open touchdowns. That's a good so, job. So, I mean, we, people talking about free agent wide receivers, and there's a lot of teams, like for the Eagles in particular, looking for wide receivers. So you can cross Kenny Stills off your wish list if you had him on your wish list to begin with. And I mentioned the quarterback, and it looks like he is going to sign, according to all sources. We mentioned the Niners signed Pierre Garçon, and they also are going to assign Brian Hoyer, who I believe now has played for every team in the entire Former national Cleveland Brown great. Exactly. Brian Hoyer has played a lot of places. But he, you know what he is? He's a steady guy. He's not a star. Uh, they don't have – I don't even think they have a quarterback on the roster, do they, the 49ers at this juncture? No. I, I just, is Gabbard still there? Because to be honest with you, I, that's how much attention I've paid to San Fran. In the past several months, I don't even know if Blaine Gabbert's Well, still you're there. the same as Niner fans. They haven't played, paid attention either. And rightfully so. By exactly. the way, Paul Ferreira says that you pronounced something wrong. He said the B-A-R-C-A. Barca. Barca. He says it's pronounced Barca. I know. Barca. I call it Barca. Barca. Barcelona. It's actually Barcelona. 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 Let me do my soccer update. Yeah, can by we the get way. to the damn update? <laughs> we got a lot of updates here. I know, we got a lot of stuff. I don't going have on a right soccer call in here, though. I need my. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can get a soccer. Find me a good uh, like Colombian or uh, a good Colombian goal. It's got to be. It's got to be a Latino. Uh, it, they're the best. A lot of these British guys are okay. Well, there's some good American soccer announcers, but the Hispanic guys are the best. The Latino guys. Absolutely. They make soccer. The great game, the America's Although game, or the, the uh, world's game, or what do they call the beautiful the, game? The, the, the announcer, the uh, the is he Scottish or what's his name? But he's not an announcer. He's a he's the color commentator. I love him. Oh, I do too. But he's not a play by play guy. That's how many times uh, Barcelona scored today against Paris Saint-Germain. <laughs> Just keep going and going, dude. It's great. They scored six goals today, and they had to That's score six goals. because of the aggregate scoring. Right. So they win the aggregate, and they move on to the quarterfinals in what is the greatest comeback. You know, they winning the, when you hear the, oh, they won 6-1, to one, and why is that a comeback? They didn't come back in the game to win 6-1. to one. They came back in the aggregate in the Champion League's uh, playoff run. Yep. And they had to beat Paris Saint-Germain by 6-1. to one. And they were in a situation where it didn't matter what the score is. 1-1-1 one, one, one is over. Right. They had to beat them 6-1. to one. They scored three straight goals in the final seven minutes and then scored in, oh, in, 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 in uh, extra time, extra time in the 95th minute to get their sixth goal, which then clinched the quarterfinal appearance for Barcelona. What an unbelievable finish. That's and, an unbel- and, and they're playing on the road in front of a hostile crowd, and it was one of the most unbelievable spurts you'll see. Because, you know, in soccer, you're down. You're trying to you're, – you're not – you know, obviously Barcelona no. needs to score, and they're rushing Let, and going and going. Let's be real. In soccer, when someone scores, it is breaking news. It, it, it is. I mean, because normally there's not a lot of goals scored. But six freaking goals? And, and, you, and, and when you need to score six goals, and you score six goals – and the way you do it with three in the last seven it's, minutes. That's every man up. Every and then man one up. goal in the 95th minute of extra time. 
<laughs> to give Barcelona the, the win, one of the greatest, it's actually the greatest comeback in Champion League history. And thank you to Dave Byers, who mentioned that Blaine Gabbert started for the Bears last year. And Brian Harmon also checks in, saying that that particular sound clip sounded like a Spanish traffic jam, saying, go, asshole, go, asshole. <laughs> go, asshole, go, asshole, go. Terms that are uh, uttered uh, many mornings on the Schuylkill Expressway 95 or any other highway <laughs> exactly. in the country, 405, 101, uh, the 13, the 7. And all the 50 freeways that run through Houston, Texas when we were down there? Yeah, people, the, I should record you sometime in a traffic jam. I mean, you're not... I'm you chill, some, though. I don't, when I don't have to be somewhere, I, don't, I only get anxious when we're running late. <laughs> Which is usually every guy. <laughs> no, I'm never late. Whenever no, Robin late. holds me up, and I, and I have to go, like, when we had to go do the, my taxes last week, I said to Robin, Robin had a doctor's appointment at 11 o'clock. We had to be all the way in New Jersey at 2 o'clock. I he figured, all right, Robin's appointment's time. 11 o'clock. She'll be home by noon, 12.30 the latest. It's almost an hour drive to get here. You know what time she shows up? 10 after 1. 10 after what? 1. I, I admit. So then I had to drive all the way to Willingboro, what New Jersey, you doing, like Robin? a madman. And I, I hate driving when I have to rush to get somewhere to be on time. Because this is an appointment. This isn't show up when you want. Right. That's when I get angry as a driver. Because then I have to drive like an idiot. Because you have an appointment to be exactly. somewhere. I know. Listen, but I pro- normally when I don't have to be somewhere, I don't. I don't. I'm chill. I'm chill. Chill. When just, I drive. just like your radio station. I'm. I'm. I'm better than Netflix and chill because <laughs> I don't watch Netflix because there's nothing on there to interest me. Tony has the ability, however, to go from chill to crazed in 3.2 seconds. Not like get a gun out and go up to the car in front of me and blow the guy's brains out, kind of crazy. No, but veins popping. And expletives flowing. That's rare anymore, though. I'm chill now. I'm a different man. Was it was earlier today rare? <laughs> when was I yelling? I think Luigi heard it a couple times. I dropped <laughs> some stuff, and then I dropped, and then I got mad at the uh, uh, bleeping horse. I know. I refer to things that I, fall I really, as horse. I really think. <laughs> okay. You know, because whatever. I actually dropped a pair of dykes on the floor. Yep. And I yelled at them too. Two chicks at the same time, man. So you know electric, electrical tools. You know what dikes are, right? Yeah. When I said, uh, can you pass me the dikes, Robin thought there was another woman. Who's in the here? Who's here? Who's here? <laughs> Who the hell is that bitch? <laughs> That's exactly what she thought. But no, I curse inanimate objects. I don't curse human beings. Except the Kardashians. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we have found a human being who hates the Kardashian clan more than your reporter, Tony Bruno. Well, first... We have to give credit to Nick Kale for bringing this to our attention. The fabulous, your, your old producer, Nick Kale. Where did he find this? Was it in the New York Post? I don't know, but I got a, a tweet from him, say, or you actually got a tweet from him saying, Hey, Tony, I'm on my way to bail you out. Don't worry, Miss Robin, I got him covered. And I opened up the link, and this is what I saw. Let's go to our, damn, I hate the Kardashians. And your correspondent. We were going to do a Florida story. We have a bunch of them. But this one, I think, is it, the most important yes. story of this week. So hot. Dateline, Connecticut. A Connecticut man's distaste for the Kardashians has landed him in jail, Tony Bruno. And at first, people might have assumed that this was you. But no, rightfully so. it is Carl Puya, Puya, P U I A, seventy four. Puya. He was arrested. Wait, how do you spell his last name? P U I A. Puya. No, it's Puya. Puya. I think. 
Puya. Well, we're going to call it Puya. Puya. I don't know. Because I'll say Puya because what he did is something I highly recommend to all the little children out there who want to grow up and be something special and not just a no talent hack Kardashian. I hear you. 74 year old Carl was arrested. This This guy's 74 years old? 74 years old. (laughs) He was arrested for destroying several of Kim Kardashian's selfish, the title, selfish books at Barnes and Noble in Glastonbury, Connecticut. And he typed a note that he left behind explaining why he was doing this to the staff. It was because of his contempt for the reality TV star and people like her. Booyah! Security camera footage <laughs> caught him pouring red liquid over said books. How many books did he destroy? There, there was a Not collection. Enough. <laughs> Not enough. This, this collect, this book apparently is a collection of Kim Kardashian's oh. favorite selfies. Oh, isn't Your favorite that special? Kind of photographs. That's horrible. My favorite selfie would be her with a a forty four Magnum. <laughs> exactly. Don't don't ridding go there. the world of herself. Let's not go. I'm not Six. saying somebody but to kill is, her. I'm just talking about her killing herself. This is the, according to the police, this is my favorite line of the story. <laughs> Six of the coffee table books were destroyed in the massacre and could not oh, be yeah. revived. <laughs> Sadly, the Kardashians are still going strong. Yes, unfortunately. The 74-year-old turned he was arrested? himself in. Yeah, he, oh, he turned well, himself in? He, he turned himself into police. He was you know charged. What the, you, know what the, you know what the fine and sentence is, right? He has to actually buy the, you know, you broke it, you fix it, you fix but, it, you, oh, you broke it, you buy it. Uh, he had to fizz, he actually had to buy the six books that he destroyed, which doubled the number of books Kim Kardashian was able to sell. That's a huge loss. Man. Unfortunately, I have a feeling that she sold way more than that. Uh, yeah, sadly. And not only that, unfortunately, he had to pay way more than these things were worth because he had he was released on a twenty five hundred dollar bond. And what kind of jail time is he sent? Is, is he going to go it, to jail? It, well, I don't know what what does he's being. If he's released charged. on bail, then he's going to have to face some sort of charges. He's charged with criminal mischief. So I don't know what what kind of does that require jail time. So a guy who throws yeah. red paint no, on it's probably Kardashian. going to be probation. He'll have to do some community service. Whatever. I just oh, find yeah. that I think I think that we should we should start a GoFundMe for this guy. We should bring him on the show. We yes. should support him and say that we we should protest and rally behind him saying that we are with Puya. Well, I don't, Puya! And jokingly, I'm not encouraging people to go in and destroy books in a public place. No, we're not we're not Nazis, man. Exactly. But these but there's people that are doing worse things well, protesting I, for all sorts of stuff. The least we could do. Give him a round of applause. The least we could do. God bless you, Mister. Booyah! <laughs> that was more booyahs than Stuart Scott, man. <laughs> in an hour, seriously. Hey, we have somebody here, Mark Lafleur, tuning Lafleur? in from. Was he a former tight end? No, that was David Lafleur, the tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. He's tuning Cowboys. in right from time. Spain. It is two forty a.m. there right now. Wow! So we got Spain, we got Portugal. Portugal. Do we have anybody in Barcelona? Well, that's Spain. Barcelona. You got anybody in Chile? I do not know. I think know. somebody's at Chili's over here, 28th and Oregon. That's a hobby well, we spot. Have, yeah, we have it really <laughs> is. Steven, he, t- he tunes in that every week too. from uh, Finland. So we got Finland. Spain. Spain. Portugal. Portugal. Where else? It's Colorado Springs, Bay Area, L.A. The whole world's listening. And we thank should. you. You could have been anywhere else tonight. You know, when I look, I can look through. Me? I can look through. <laughs> and I appreciate that's it. A, that's the thing about uh, podcast that is so awesome. I can't quite see it as easily from the Facebook lives and periscopes, but 
from the podcast, you can see exactly to the person how many people have tuned in, how many people downloaded where, what they're listening in on. And it's interesting to see where all people are downloading the show from. We have yeah. like people in Seoul, Korea, in the Philippines, funny to me in too. Australia, in like it's all a worldwide of, sensation. It's awesome, and I love it. And we want to thank everybody. And by the way, I, I now remember what I wanted to mention the other day. It's a miracle. You know what I've been saying for the last couple of years about phones and about I want to get rid of my smartphone and go back to a flip phone. Uh huh. You watch in the next six months, there will be an explosion of people who will be doing just that. Because of all these CIA, uh, WikiLeaks allegations that they're able to, like, if your TV is, if you have a Samsung smart TV, the CIA can, like, spy on, on your TV, okay. on your video game boards, on your phones, anything that's got a smartphone app in it, the CIA could monitor. Uh, listen, I don't care whether the CIA monitors me because I'm not doing anything illegal. But there's still something wrong with the government spying on its own citizens. I agree. And the only way they can't do it is if you have... A flip phone. Really? And that's why I'm going back well, to No, a flip they phone. can still listen in. They just can't get other types of information that's stored that's, in your phone. That's why you got the burner. That's the flip phone. You yeah, the flip they're phone 20 the bucks. Burner. So that doesn't, has nothing to do with being able no, to listen No, it's, it's easier to get into your information if you have a smartphone. Right. Because, <laughs> or a smart TV. Did you see all the stuff the that they're going why, into people's personal stuff? The reason why the smartphone is as dangerous as they claim is because people store stuff in their smartphone. They have all the different types of apps that hook directly up to their to bank accounts, that hook up to their cloud. What do you that store in your smart TV? Your Netflix account? Some Who people, cares? Well, some people DVR'd have other episodes stuff. of The I Bachelor. Know. I don't know what. I have no idea. And but, I, by the way, anybody who does the DVR The Bachelor should be a suspect in some sort of espionage or criminal activity, or just sheer stupidity. I've DVR'd it once or twice. No way. Yeah, man. Oh, really? I, I did. As, as, as the great Fred Durst once said, I did it all for the nookie, bro. I don't even know what to say at this point. Don't say anything to <laughs> I like this. Stephen Summer says, my wife works for Nokia. She says that every time you take a selfie, it should say you've been hacked. <laughs> it's true, too. <laughs> I like that. Because Kim Kardashian doesn't have enough people around her where she can now, take Don't they like take pa- paparazzi constantly taking pictures? But I'm saying that uh, she has an entourage. If somebody wants to take a picture or she wants to take a picture with somebody, don't you think you would give it to a photographer? Like when Robin and I are out... We see a couple, you know, they're at a fountain or something. I'll say, hey, do you want us to take a picture? Sure. And they always say yes. Yeah. You only take a selfie when there's nobody else around. Exactly. Right? Right. Or if you're on a deserted island and you have nobody there and you can't get a seagull to hang or you don't have a drone around. That's it's the only stupid. reason for it's selfies. Stupid. I know. I agree. And, and so to, somebody... do a book on selfies. Because it's I may most, go to a Barnes & Noble. It may be the most narcissistic thing you could possibly do. It really is. It's exactly what it is, man. Selfie taken is just nothing but narcissism at its best. It is. It's stupid. Now, our good friend, Homemade Delish, she takes it, but she takes, like, the whole group right. in, in a selfie. And, it's and like the, an ussy, right? Yes. It's an ussy. And it's her, the whole reason for the selfie is because it's a thing that she has made it into it's rather a thing, than... It's a thing because everyone's, everyone's got this look at me, look at me thing going but on. But she That's doesn't take is, selfies, man. like regular selfies, though. She does it group selfies. She only does ussies, so but I guess it, that's not really but a But again, if... if Facebook and like Instagram and things like that didn't exist, no one would take a selfie. Yeah. You know, There'd be I, no reason for it. Um, oh, who is it? You want to take them, take them. I don't give a shit. I'm, all I'm saying is if someone else is there, they can take the picture for you, and you can have a nice picture with your whole body in it, you know what I mean, your whole person or both people or whoever. I, I, I don't know. Let take the picture. Wait a minute. I have breaking news on the NFL Booyah Wire. It could be the word of the night. 
According to Ed Werder, <laughs> Ed Werder of ESPN. It's a credible source, Tony. He's a great source. He's in Dallas, of course, to Ed Werder. Based in Dallas, covers the Cowboys, but covers a lot of NFL stuff for ESPN. He says the Texans, the Houston Texans are concerned about the prospect of losing cornerback A.J. Bouye to the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> A.J. who? Okay, don't worry about it. Enjoy the win, man. Booyah! <laughs> I love exactly it. right. I love it. The Texans are going to have a counteroffer, though, because he's a restricted free agent. Prize of this year's free agent cornerback class. Even though he's only started 19 games in four seasons. That's in the a hell NFL. of a prize right there, Tony. I thought the Sixers would try to, try to <laughs> pick him up in the draft, like in the third pick in the draft, or trade a couple second rounders for him. Hey, you can get it. Those are valuable assets, Tony. No doubt about it. Valuable assets. How about, yeah, we're speaking of, but anyway, and I know we don't want to touch on the NBA too much, but you got to get up to Dirk, man. Absolutely. 30,000 points, six player in NBA history to do that. And the first, That's pretty uh, amazing. He's, he's, and the first white dude. Well, would you call him Aryan or white? He's what would you call he's more Aryan. He's more Aryan. If you're German and your complexion is light-skinned, are you considered white, Robin? Would Dirk Nowitzki be considered white as a German? Yes. Okay, I just checked. No, listen, he's the greatest European player ever played. Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt, he's the greatest European player to ever play. He's, in, he's incredible. There's, been no, there's no better NBA players. Well, not only, but we have to wait first, of course, for uh, Dario Saric. Uh, to finish his career well, before we can let the process continue, <laughs> and then we'll, we'll we'll go from there. The interesting, we'll did you see the shots? The when he scored his twentieth thousand points, it was against the Lakers. The guy wearing number seven for the Lakers then, and the other night when he hit thirty thousand points, it was against the uh, Lakers. The guy was wearing number seven, whoever that is on the team. Number seven for the Lakers. Was that Derek Fisher on that? Because I don't know. I couldn't Fisher? tell. I just saw that. It, talk about coincidence. His twenty thousand point against the Lakers player wearing number seven. Same kind of a junk shot. And then the 30,000 point was against the Lakers, and he was shooting over another, another number another seven, number seven cool, for the Lakers. Man. That's pretty cool. That's unbelievable. That's very cool. It is. It's just like it's See what you learn on this show? It's everything comes full circle, man. Exactly. By the way, I want to comment on that, on about the, whether he would be considered white or not. Growing up in Europe, I spent most of my time in the Netherlands, but I did spend a couple years in Germany, and then I lived in France and Spain when I was very, very young, so I don't really remember that. But throughout that entire time, I traveled all over. I seriously do not remember there being as big of a deal over there about skin color. I really don't. I don't remember... There being, like, I don't remember there ever having to be a conversation of what is PC to call somebody something, whether they're black or whether, like, here in the United States. Oh, you can't say black. That's, you know, you, you have to say African American. Oh, no, no, you can't say that anymore. You have to say this. Like, I don't remember these kinds of conversations, even though. Because it didn't happen. No, I mean, it like. It probably didn't happen. That's why. But I'm saying is that, that, that you, we still had people of color that were Dutch and lived there, and, and they were from other countries, and we just, they, they were usually said, oh, they're from so-and-so. You didn't well, say... Well, Dutch is a European player. He's, 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 yeah, not, he's not American. He had nothing to do with white or black. I just brought that up because it got me to thinking. I just don't remember these conversations ever being had, and it's just interesting to me that even though there was slavery over there as well, Okay. Um, and a lot of the European countries were the countries that were perpetrating the purchasing and selling of slaves. So this is not a proud history well, over the, there. The Dutch were. They were, they were the leaders the, in it, right? Were, I mean, well, the 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 Dutch and the, well, most of the European countries, frankly, right. they were. It was an, a horrible period in our history, 
And I, I just, I think that, that one of the issues that we have here in the United States is that for whatever reason, descriptive words are just exactly. hanging on thing. All right, I don't want to talk anyway, about this. Anyway, this is something that I just brought up because you you brought it up. You By the way, uh, the Dirk Nowitzki, one time, and we <laughs> and, and it goes and circles, and all, the way, and circles all the way back to slavery. See, Steven, Steven Summerson said there is no PC here either. I, I it's just so what bizarre. It is, what it is. Do they have safe spaces over there? No, they like, do actually. Everything's smaller units. Yeah. It's like an Alof. <laughs> it's like saying at the Alof. You know what's interesting to me? This is something that I definitely know. Is when moving from LA to Philadelphia. I felt much more at home here in Philly than I did in L.A. And one of the reasons why is people from Philly, they tell it like it is. They don't mince words very much, which is so much like back home. They, like the Dutch people, they'll tell you, you know, if, if, if you've gained some weight or they don't mince words. They just say it like it is. And so there's not all this PC stuff. If you got a people, problem, we're going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Stinks. <laughs> exactly. Brian, Chef Brian Harmon also checks in. That was, that was Lamar Odom who wore that's number right. seven. Lamar, Lamar Odom, Odom. That's right. Lamar Odom was number seven. But who was the number seven the other night? Because I couldn't tell you anybody on the Lakers God, right man, now I have without no looking idea. at the back of the uniform, I let alone the front no of the idea. uniform. It could be... Who the hell's playing... William Freaky. Cullen. Freaky I got to check Deaky it. Dutch. Freaky Deaky Dutch. Freaky Deaky Dutch. Deshaun, it looks like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to make the biggest push to try to get Deshaun Jackson. But don't count out the Dallas Cowboys, even though you were counting them out earlier. Luigi Curto. I wasn't counting them out. Oh, actually, yeah, I was. That's why I said you were counting them out. Well, because, again. How about the Bucs with the Deshaun Jackson and Mike Evans? That'd be pretty good, man, because the Bucs do need another wide receiver. That's the thing, man. How about the Patriots in the mix? You put him if in the mix? If he's going there, he's going just for it. How about Adrian Peterson saying he'll take, a, he'll, he'll take the pay cut to play for New England? For him, it's about yeah, the ring at this ex- point, exactly, man. Exactly. Exactly. He's already made all the money in the world. What the hell? Deshaun Jackson's going to get paid again. I'm telling you, because he, he's out of Washington. Even though Pierre Garçon's gone, I think Deshaun Jackson's gone. But it looks like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, according to Ian Rappaport, are going to make a very strong attempt to get Deshaun Jackson down there for Jameis Winston. Torrey Smith is out there. The Niners got rid of him, and all of this stuff will start blowing up over the next couple of days. I actually think Torrey Smith has a good chance to go back to Baltimore. You think so? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he does. I think he's got a really good chance to go back to Baltimore rather than to go anywhere else. They have Steve Smith, they have Steve, Steve Smith Sr. retiring from there, and they've got nothing but young guys. I think, I think it's a good spot for him. I mean, they have Mike Wallace, but... You know, Mike Wallace is really kind of finished. And, of course, Brandon Cooks, which has been the story. The tra- I mean, apparently everybody and their mother is trying to trade for Brandon Cooks all of a sudden. The Eagles, Titans, and Patriots are still in the Brandon Cooks sweepstakes. I don't know, man. But the Patriots are in the sweepstakes. It's amazing how they still have cap money, yet every year they They don't can pay just, anybody anything. But they can pick up guys and then they'll go out and win another Super Bowl. But Tony, who are they? Honestly, who the hell do they pay on that team? Brady, that's it. Well, Gronk gets paid, too. Gronk gets paid, but that's it. They don't really have. I mean, everybody. Welker gets paid. Welker hasn't been getting paid for the last five years, Tony. You mean you're talking about Edelman? Edelman gets yeah, paid. Ed- Edelman, yeah. he doesn't make that Edelman much money, though. If anybody else wants to get in on this conversation, please call 717 No, I'm not talking anymore about this stuff. I'm 8669. It's <laughs> the sports part of this program. 717-363-TONY. <laughs> huh? It doesn't have to be this conversation, any conversation. And also, don't forget to share, please. Yeah, share. Share and share alike. And share alike. Share, no. talk about this podcast, share it with your friends. When it comes out, download it. Mm-hmm. Even if, you, even if you've already listened to it, still download it. And if you have anything for us to say, uh, any suggestions for... Well, we, 
Robin and I run Vegas. You run we, Vegas? Well, we're only there. We're only there. We're there on invitation by Brent Musburger. Yes. And his brother Todd. We'll and be there for son. Selection Sunday. That's going to yes. be fun. I've As never been in Vegas for Selection Sunday. Really? I've been there for Super Bowls. I've been there for games, actual games, because I would go to a Super Bowl city, and then sometimes when I didn't have tickets to the game, I'd say, screw it. I'd fly to Vegas and go out to watch the game in Vegas. It's a better place to watch action. it. Right, yes. exactly. Now, we are going to be wined and dined and while we're there, but there is one place that I'm sure Tony's going to want to go. One, to go say hello to John Avello at the Wynn. But and have a turkey Reuben. Yeah. <laughs> I Great. know Tony. In the Wynn take, take, take some pictures book. for me, you jerk. <laughs> I'll take a picture of the turkey Reuben at the Wynn Vegas that, in the sports book there. We've got to get you in there one day, yeah. Luigi. Yeah, I know you do, because meanwhile, I'll be downstairs cleaning up the cat litter. Yes, you You're will. Welcome. Downstairs in the new. Yeah, downstairs in the newly formed the cat litter box station over it there. It really is. It's tiled. It's beautiful. My, ca- my cats are the only one that have tile with tile trim around it. It is nice. They got molding. It's they got good. tile molding. It's beautiful over there, man. They got tile up the wall, so in case there's an accident, you know, you go mop it down. You go muck. You don't have to muck the stall like you do with a horse. There's no mess. There's no mess <laughs> with these cats, dude. <laughs> Hey, no. Well, at least we don't have it here in the hallway anymore. Where if exactly. they do anything, you you know. I, I said it last week that by this week we would have the new and improved cat litter box station underneath the steps. It's simple. You just go down there. You 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 put the litter in. I'll set it and forget it. That's all you have to do. No, it's you have e- to clean easy. it every it's once in a while. Though, you do have to scoop the poop out and then all that other stuff. And I'll be doing that while you're getting wined and done. And we We're thank not you. Wine and dine. Uh, we That's have people life, checking in that I, I don't think I've heard. Jordan Paul Angstadt saying we miss you uh, here on the airwaves in Philly, Tony. Are we getting calls? We're we getting people in Philly listening tonight. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I think that's the farthest location that they're tuning in from tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, but we have we have. I I have to say, oh, Rich Fattori from Moonshine. Oh, beautiful, in. Rich. Um, we have some of the best fans. I gotta say. They're long. Some well, you, yeah. you specifically, Tony. There have people. No, people love the show. Luigi gets love. Joe's not here tonight. He'll be back next week. But no, week, but like it's yeah, amazing to so. me how many times people have followed you from show to show to show to show. They they keep finding you no matter where you are. It's impressive. Yeah, even in very loyal fans. You don't have nothing. You told me you had a Florida song. No, no somebody we, we, sent a Florida update. Yeah, and yeah but like, you told me you had something. That's a guy showing ten, uh, trying to yeah. pick up a ten-year-old boy in his car. In Florida. I bet you be, you brief a guy. We did you know, the story about, inside of the Florida about. story. We did the uh, we did the story about the, the guy. Oh, uh, I have a Florida story. The Kardashian. Oh, now guy. you have a Florida story now all of a sudden. Okay, yeah. so now I got to play the... No, when we I'm get back from Vegas... I'm not going to tolerate Vegas, your crap today. Exactly. When we get back from Vegas, we're going to Orlando. That's our Florida story. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I hate you right now. You know that, right? <laughs> you asked for it. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome very much. Tony, I'm what so, are you doing? You're I like don't know. so I know. quiet. I like, know. I'm, being, I'm doing my Luigi impersonation. Yeah, I'm looking at Twitter it. to try stop to figure it. stuff out. That's why I try to focus on the show. No, no. See, Rich, see, Rich texts in and says, don't worry, Luigi. We'll wine and dine you here in Philly. Oh. I'll go to Moonshine, ah. and I'll get hooked up over there. I'll get some black and chicken and yaki. Oh. I'll get some sangria oh, action. That's what I'm going to do. I'll get some cheesesteak egg rolls. I'll do it the real way. And you're close by here. Uh, exactly. You're, you're house sitting. I'm stumbling distance from, from the house. You're exactly. You can stumble here from, from Moonshine. Oh, it's a long stumble, you know but it's a good be, one. Although it would be a little bit of a drive. It's like an Uber. <laughs> we, we, uh, the new general manager um, for the Beasley 
radio clusters, Joe Bell and his lovely wife. His wife wants to start bartending. She's never bartended before. She was, she's a retired real estate agent, and she wants to start bartending, but she doesn't want to do like nights. She only wants to bartend during the day. Maybe moonshine, because she loves sangria. She loves moonshine. And I was telling her about the fantastic moonshine sangria there. Mm-hmm. Maybe she could like start apprenticing as a bartender during the day oh, at Moonshine. But they live way well. They yeah, live up in Delco, though. That's true. That's well, not you know, that far. Hey. That's not that far from South Philly. Delco? It's closer than where you live. That's it's closer than the Northeast. Delco's closer to here than the Northeast. I know. I got to change my whole life. It's an outrage. Drive two hours to the gym. Drive back here. No, we're gonna find you a gym. We are going to find you a gym. Get you at least a one month. You have one day to do this. I. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Uh, I'm just talking to you. Hello? <laughs> what do you mean one day? We're not leaving until Saturday. That's true. Tomorrow is Thursday. And, and you're also talking to Robin Austin, who right, can do pretty much anything. Okay, I got you. No problem. So there. So anything else? Would you stop it on Twitter? I'm I, just making sure I don't have... I want to get the latest breaking news in. What other I'm not breaking reading, news? I'm not reading stats from NBA games tonight. I wanted to see the latest on the NFL waiver wire and who's being signed. I mentioned uh, Brian Hoyer is signing with the 49ers, and I mentioned Kenny Stills has re-signed with the uh, Miami Dolphins. So those are the two stories, even though it's not supposed to happen until tomorrow. Those are the stories that are uh, spreading around tonight. So the NFL, and the one thing about the NFL more than any other sport, What's that the first day of free agency, teams swoop in. Oh, they absolutely. Re- they already know who they want, Yep, and they go after him. Sometimes, some of the some of the bigger names, maybe they hang on for a day or two, but you're right. For the most part, they're gone. Yeah. Within if you a- got a guy targeted, and you got the money, you're going to go get him. Unless it's a player, like Brandon Cooks apparently has so many teams involved, uh, they're just trying to go on for the best deal possible. Well, do you, do you, think, do you think something happens with, uh, with Alshon Jeffrey sooner than later, Tony? I don't think. So. It doesn't seem to be a lot of interest based on what I've read. Which is kind of crazy. It's funny. Last year, everybody thought he was the greatest young wide receiver in football. Now the guy's, you know, he'll get a job, but he's oh, not going yeah, to get the big money. Oh, he's one of the top young receivers kind of money because he gets hurt a lot, doesn't he? he? Yeah, well, he, he's, he's, had some, he's had some injuries. Well, what about, what about Terrell Pryor? Terrell Pryor's going to get interested. He's not going to play. I don't think he's going to play quarterback. I think he's going to get action as a wide rec- receiver. Wide, well, he's supposed to be a wide receiver. That's what yeah, but he, you know, he's a very, very, you know, it, it's just, he's, he's obviously a guy who can do a lot of different things. He can. He's, he's very a great quarterback player. in college. Right. Decent quarterback in the NFL. But he's a, he's a, he's a multi-purpose player. But he's a dynamic wide receiver, Tony. And that's, Absolutely. And that's what, the, that's what they're paying him as. I mean, mm-hmm. he goes to Oakland. He's... You know, Oakland uses him as a, as a quarterback. He had that one huge, like, 93-yard run, and everybody got to see the speed. Then he goes over to Cleveland, and Cleveland says, well, you know what, we're going to put you out as wide receiver. And he's, he's dominating the NFL, dominating the NFL. So I think he's going he's gonna to get a massive deal, man. Someone's going to pay him big money. I don't think Cleveland's going to bring him back. It's going to be amazing how many wide receivers who are free agents are going to get paid this year. That's how, that's how bad it is in the NFL around the league. with wide, you, you think wide, there's a million wide receivers? It's just it's almost it's not obviously a quarterback's the hardest thing to find. Finding great wide receivers now in the in the way the NFL is a pass happy league. Sure. It's really one of the most difficult things to do. Because you know, Danny Amendola's bounced around, right? But where does he fit best? New England. Fits right? best in New England, right. St. in St. Louis, hurt. Eagles, no impact at all. Hurt. Sure. Goes back to New England, superstar. Right. Well, not superstar, but a contributing piece. No, not superstar, but it's a Super Bowl champion. Well, he's a Super Bowl champion, yeah, by yeah. default, because he happened to be, a, you know. Patrick honest. Chung was with, the, with the, 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 the Patriots, won a couple Super Bowls, leaves, comes to the Eagles, stinks it up here, 
goes back to the Patriots and wins a couple more Super Bowls. It's, it's just an amazing what, what organizations who have their stuff together and have continuity, especially at head coach and sure. quarterback, how much easier it is to just find pieces and keep reloading. Tony, because with, with, with a team like that, with an organization like the Patriots, and I'm not saying you're trying to praise them like they're the, the end-all, be-all, but they are. The thing is, with them, it's really plug-and-play. That's really all it is. It's, it doesn't matter right. who it is. You just put them in every, because it's, it's two things. It's Belichick and it's Brady. Exactly. And everything else doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Tony, why don't we get, we'll take one more call before we get off the air? Let's uh, take we'll, one more call. Get off the air. So, I don't, uh, again, we don't have any call screen here, so it's 215-828. You're on the line. Hello. Hello? Caller? I think the free agency frenzy started last week at the tequila thing when Luigi got picked up by the uh, the caller that won the ticket. No, that wasn't me, man. She came. She came with the with the Tony Romo lookalike. Yeah, she did not. Everybody thought that yeah. she was making a move on Luigi, but she wasn't. The lovely Emily. No, nah, nobody was, was escorted. Yeah, she she brought. And our buddy, you know who else was there? We she haven't brought heard sand from. Sand to the beach. Yes, she there. did. You know who else was there? Our buddy Zig, man. Ziggy, Ziggy was, was there. there. Absolutely, Ziggy was there too. But who you know who was not there? Glenside Charlie was not there. That's and right. And Dean, the fabulous Dean, was not there. Dean. This is Dean, right? No, no this is Glenside Glenn Charlie. Charlie. Oh my God, Robin. Oh really? Jesus, Robin. Doesn't it sound like Dean? No, no, no. I know it was Glenside Charlie. The first after the first bit of syllable came out of his mouth. Oh man, <laughs> right away. big bump, bumpy bump for myself. I, I there. gave it to you. How about that, Charlie? Can you believe Miss Robin, who's heard you on the Voice of the I Tony Bruno Show hotline at least a thousand times? Why don't you call that anymore? It's these guys. You know what? Because I, I don't know. I always forget. But I'll start doing it again. We don't even give the number out. No, the recorded you know what? Line, I don't right? even listen to that anymore because we haven't been, we haven't been giving it out. So Let's give the phone number out. People, recorded messages are always they did. big. They did like that. I have to Charlie agree. was a regular on the recorded Tony Bruno <laughs> show, Voice of the Fan Hotline. Yes, he was. Yeah. He had great ones in there, too. Didn't we? One he sang once. He sang a happy birthday one. I know. I don't. You know. Seriously, you do see. You have to close your eyes for a second. It sounds a little bit like Dean. It they doesn't have sound a, anything, anything like Dean. Anything Nothing like Dean. Like Dean. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. It's not even close. Okay, I'm sorry. Give her another pump up. The pump I'm going to give her another one. Yeah, it was fa- Did you hear the phasing? Yeah, it was nice. There was phasing. It was, that was pretty good. We hit it simultaneously. Tony, that was perfect. Oh. It was like a church organ. It was beautiful. Yes, it was. That it was, was like the, I got a double. That it was, was like the beautiful. John Wanamaker or organ at Macy's for the Christmas show. And just uh, and what's really sad is I just gotten these great. Jeff Hickman said Robin is the best, and Paul Ferreira. There's a bunch of people that are like, oh, Robin is great. Well, now I'm getting double bumpty bumpty bumps. So did you tell your wife, was your wife pissed when you, when you stiffed her out of a chance a week before International Women's Day to have a fabulous tequila dinner and some quality Avion product? You were right about that, boss. <laughs> no, I think she would have went. She would have went. She would have went without me. Does she like tequila? Well, we got the question. Yeah, she drinks more than I do, believe me. Well, she probably has to put up with you, Charlie. I mean, come on, man. (laughs) Did she go out in March today and wear red in uh, National Women's Day? She did not. She, uh, she's a hard worker. She was out working today. She don't have time for protests and that other stuff. You're damn right. Jesus, Tony. (laughs) I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm gonna protest. You know what's happening? I'm gonna protest too many protests. I'm with you.
Like is, that, and every day's national something. It is. Soon it'll be National Protest Day. That'll be one of the biggest days of the year. It's like National Dietitian Day today, too. It was? Yeah, I think so. All these made-up holidays, I swear. I mean, you know, it just keeps Hallmark in business because there's got to be a... St- they need, like, more... They have to expand the, the, the greeting card sections of all the stores now yep. because there's so many damn holidays. Just keep bringing the register It's homes. an outrage. You know what's funny? It's true because my birthday is May 5th, which is Cinco de Mayo. But when I was a kid, you've never heard anything about Cinco de Mayo. Nothing. Never. It's funny to me, too. And all of a sudden, it's this big celebration. What the hell is this my whole life? It's just another drinking holiday. Yeah, it's That's an all amateur it is, hour. It's just another, it's like, you know, St. Patrick's Day. Which is, we're about to be graced by the greatest amateur hour of all time, which Saint is St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day? Day coming up. Yes. You know, a Cinco de Mayo, obviously, you know, down in, in California, it's been big for a long time. But now, because it's another day to go out and drink. <laughs> William Collins says International Women's Day. Miss Robin gets dumped on. <laughs> Robin lost her rights tonight to be a woman That's on this right. show. We stripped her of all. Exactly. It's, it's done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Robin's going to march out and protest after the show. She's going to march out. That's it. <laughs> Why should today be any different than any other day when I get dumped on? No, Robin won't block you on Twitter. I don't think Robin blocks anybody. You block anybody on Twitter, Robin? I've had to. Other than the stalker. The only, yeah, the only the only person I've ever had to I block is the stalker. It. You need to what? You need what, Charlie? I hate to do it to her, but she doesn't even follow me on Twitter. Are Robin, you kidding, are you kidding me? Do you see oh, Robin's do face? Too. Do you see her look at her face? What? Oh, no, what? I, I, there's no way that's that I'm not turkey. following you. That's the turkey. Bump up the bumps. That is, Robin, that's you a, got three. She got the, yes, she got the three-peat. I am totally that's following you. That's the first you. time ever, I believe, that she's got the three-peat on one call. I am following call. you, mister. Don't even go there with me. I just looked. I am Don't following go there you. With me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with Dude, me. No, I can't. If, I, if in my notifications it shows up that you are following me, like I'll, show, I'll take a screenshot. Take you weren't following me if you are. She just opened it up, and I saw she was following you, seconds. Charlie. She didn't just pull one of those. I didn't. I just I, did it, and, and she started following you I because you called her out. I pulled it up right here in front. I, like, I'm doing it right now, and I didn't have to click on anything. I am following you. I don't know. Are it's you following Luigi by any chance? Oh, yeah, we follow Luigi. What do you want me to do, Charles? He's my man. He says, I'm, I'm his Just man. look into that, Robin. Something's fishy going on there. Okay, how about if I unfollow and then refollow and see if it changes something? I'm going to unfollow you. Unfollow. Which goes to show Tony Bruno making Twitter I know, great seriously. once again. <laughs> and now I'm going to refollow you and see if you get the notification. How's that? Can you, do the, can you believe that we're doing this live on uh, the air? And how- there's nothing better than to, to talk about social media on radio. God, blow my Or on fake up. radio. By the way, uh, no, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it now, is. Now, here's even more breaking news tonight from the Bay Area. Kirk Cousins supposedly wants like to play for like the that. San Francisco 49ers, wants no part of Washington per NFL Network's Mike Silver. After they franchised him already. Yes. And obviously, I mentioned Kyle Shanahan's out there. Yep. They already signed Pierre Garçon. Mm-hmm. And now uh, probably losing. I mean, they still have a lot of weapons, but they're going to lose. Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. They've lost Pierre Garçon. I know they have some other good players. Yeah, they got Jamison Crowder, but other than that, I mean, 
Jordan Reed, he's he's an outstanding tight end. The problem is the guy's got he gets concussion every week. Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't know how long. Could you imagine stay. if Kirk Cousins bails Washington rain. after get all that guaranteed money, and he goes out to the San Francisco 49ers? Well, he would have cashed in on what about over? How much money did he make on? Was it like seventy million? Seventy-seven million dollars, something in, like over that. Three years. Over three years, and then he's going to cash that those three fat checks, and then get a, and then you'll get a monster deal in San Fran. But he's not cashing the check if he turns down the franchise. Well, they can't. They're going to have to trade him, right? Well, he didn't. They didn't. They didn't tender the franchise offer yet. Oh, they didn't do that. I don't yet. believe so. You so, think he's no. you think he's just trying to talk his way out of Washington now so he can get the he can get the large contract from San Francisco? I, I guarantee you, San Francisco is that desperate they would throw whatever it took to get him there. I know it's it's going to be it's going to be a crazy free agent period starting on Thursday tomorrow. Uh, and there are going to be a lot of big names tr- change trading places. Good man in the National Foot. League. All right, Charlie. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Let's take one more call here. Since we will not be Beautiful here. Day. Thank you, buddy. We want, Now, Robin and I will not be here next oh, Wednesday, but you must listen to Luigi Curto and Joe Corrado. You know, they did a show uh, replacing us, but it's been a couple years. No, it was last yes. year. It was last year. No. Yeah, it was last year. It was last year. It was last year. Are the- you sure? Positive. The was one it? where you had the, the guy from the, the mob movie? Chris Cerrone. Was that a year Hill. ago? It seemed it like ago. longer than that. No, it, it was two to, years ago? It was two years ago because we were already here last year, right. and that was back at Dockside. You're right. Yeah, that is right. Yeah. I told you. It was two it was, years ago, and then, there, and then year there was ago. the night that the blog talk went dark. Yep. We were doing the show, and the whole system crapped out nationwide. So like the Statue of Liberty lights went out? Basically. Yeah. And we found the, the, the but we did find the, the missing 15 minutes. Oh, you did? We found the water. Rosemary tapes. Woods, you find yes. her tape we, recorder? We found the tapes of Joe and I going, Joe, just hit that button. What's going on? Nothing. You got to talk, Joe. <laughs> we, we, we found. Oh, the, you should play that next week. We found week. the missing 15 minutes. I have to get it out there. It's it'll be fun though, man. But we got one more call, Tony. We're gonna do this, and then we're gonna we're gonna log off for tonight. So, uh, whoever four eight four eight zero four. I feel like we're playing bingo here. That's what it is. Bingo or the Pennsylvania. What was the daily number today? 